This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. To my left, a man who we know has been caught with his hands down his pants, it's Mitch Doyle. <laughs> well, the pants weren't on at the time. <laughs> Let's and, all go back to that episode. And, G'day, to my, everyone. and to my right, a man with whom spending five days is like putting sandpaper down your underwear, it's Matt Bungard. <laughs> Fair. Now, have you tampered with any balls this week? <laughs> I'll take that as a yes. I plead the fifth. What's your uh, What's your hot take? Oh, we're not starting. We're not doing cricket chat, are we? What's I think your, everyone's what's coming your hot take on, to uh, escape from cricket chat. Uh, leaving group chats. Uh, I, Have you ever gone rogue? That's, that's a ballsy move, actually. That's a tough one. Yeah. It's hard to come back from. Yeah. Because he has to meekly walk back to like... He's got to get somebody else to put him in. He has yeah. to ask one guy, and the guy has to be like, I don't know if I can. Like, it, I don't the guy sh- says, you know, Mitch added back. Surely he goes to Hanscom. Hanscom. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Maybe he goes to Bancroft again and fucking bullies him. Yeah, you go to Bancroft. <laughs> please, please. All righty, we shouldn't... Left we the, won't, we left won't, the WhatsApp group. We man. won't devolve Terrible. into that kind of... If someone tosh. does a sandpaper celebration post-try in an NRL game this weekend, though, that would be great. I, I did want them... I know the Can Matildas, someone take the tape off their wrist and put it down their pants yes. as a celebration? I did want the Matildas <laughs> to do something like that, to, just to rub it, in, rub it in their faces. Anyway, there was some rugby league played this weekend, allegedly. We should probably discuss that, considering let's, that's let's what do it. Well, we're all here for. Alrighty, Thursday night at Edwin Flack Field. It's Melbourne 30, North Queensland 14. Um, this game was not quite as close as, like, it was less close than I thought it would be. To the scoreline in the end blew out to where it belonged to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, fair. But uh, this was probably the, the, the least exciting clash of the Titans kind of game last year to get me. Two big teams coming yeah. together, whatever. Yeah. It was dull. Yeah. To me, it was Cohen has tried his best to entertain the punters, but cannot defend. Yeah. Though Cohen has no you know, good, good with ball in hand, but that you know, has never that has never been a factor in media hype before. Mitchell, no, it has not be moving forward. He the scares defense, me. Defense is irrelevant. It scares me in the Origin team for Queensland. But anyway, this this game here yeah. is is people are people getting concerned over? I know they've lost at the Broncos away, and Michael Morgan's not fit, or whatever, whatever. Are we getting concerned over this uh, this Cowboys pack? Not, no, not I need yet. to see. Not I need yet. to see. I just I know you said pack specifically, but mm-hmm. they're just, just a different team when Morgan's there. Mm-hmm. I think I, I need to see a couple of games with him back. When is he back next he's, week? No, he's already played. He played this week, man. He played better. He's just slow as well, slow and off the pace. Well, I think they've, the, as you say, the issue is we discussed him last week. Thurston is slow, very slow when he gets tired, and if Morgan's not up at the pace, then then you can't really expect much well, from him. Well, the, the entire team is slow, and I think for years, uh, for years, none of us have rated that back line. Like, nobody has, and they've got mm. by. But it's now at the point now, I really think that this, they need some juice out there somewhere. And, you know, Paul Green likes playing it safe, so I don't think Anari Tulao will get a run. But Javid Bowen's no, you know, no world beater. I don't know why he's got the, the spot lock on lock, if you get me. But I'm actually a bit more concerned about Matt Scott still and Jordan McLean. Hmm. Look, I, I was really big on McLean. Do you feel he's regressed? Yeah, and I remember saying so last year. I said he was one of the guys we're all wrong on the media's right on, whatever, whatever. He got into the Australian team. And yeah, I think I think he has, has kind of regressed at the Cowboys. And I think they're not using him in the best ways that, the, that Storm did. I know, you know, he's a prop, but the Storm ran him a bit wider real often and ran him at smaller players and at halves and got his real quick play the balls going mm. and used him real efficiently that way. And it's just not happening at the Cowboys. He's been used up the guts, used with Scott. And Tamalolo, and Tamalolo looks like he's finally feeling the effects of like 
being otherworldly for two years. Yeah. Long season last year. I don't think it'll last, but he's had, you know, we said last week against the Broncos how bad of a game he had in 130 metres. He got 84 metres this last week against the Storm. And Jesus. Not fantastic. But yeah, I know it probably won't last, but currently they look like they're off the pace. And yeah. They've been there before. I mean, you know, 2015 when they won the comp, they were 0-3 and everyone was writing them off. So mm. Morgan will get fit. Coot will come back. He's in the 21 this week. They'll, they'll get it, put it back together. But yeah, not great signs at the start of the season. Uh Thoughts on Cam Smith's record breaking game? <laughs> Congratulations, Cam Great Smith. Hashtag Cam 361, was it? This three, week? 361 this week. Uh, looking forward to. Shout out to the graphics department, Matt, at Matt Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> underscore. underscore Matt Coleman. Yeah. Uh, I don't really think there's a hell of a lot more to break down in this game. Uh, Vunavalo's form's garbage. He, that bomb try was great. We, we discussed this off mic, but like people forget that he's got, what, like 30 games of league experience. Well, he's got. 50 in the NRL and like 10, 15 before that. Yeah. <laughs> like, not many. Yeah, but, uh, like 50, my apologies. You got his kit this week. For, for, a, for a great play and a great finisher, there's probably not many worse wingers in open space where you've got to make a decision, eh? Like, he, yeah. dropped, but he, he bombs a few one on ones. He's the, he's, the ball. he's the Bobo of the NRL. Yeah. Which is possible, like, to try and beat the guy one on one. Yeah. <laughs> like, he can run past most people or run over yeah, most people. Can. It's a do one or the other. Yeah, and you know, Storm at home, chug along now. They got the, they never lost back to back with Cairnsmith there. I don't think at at, uh, at Amy Park. That's so. a great start too. It is <laughs> undefeated, never lost. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I'm sure the Cowboys will bounce back soon, but yeah. Yeah, moving on. Alrighty, uh, Canterbury Bankstown twenty, Penrith eighteen at the Olympic Stadium in Sydney. Mm. Um, one of the big talking points, obviously, to come out of this was was Nathan Cleary's injury, um, which is not great for Penrith, but. Congratulations uh, to Canterbury who didn't fourteen nil dickhead themselves. I thought they were it's going dead. to. It's is is the meme dead? It's dead. Died twice this week, and I feel like the meme jumped the shark when I started seeing it way too much on my timeline when it happened again. Yeah. So yeah. I'm ready for it to die as well. Even though it was it's from yeah, us, it's, it's from South Wright fourteen nil as well. They yeah. did, they? yeah, they did. It was dangerous. Do we miss that kick? He's no. back to being Dewey, Dewey now. By the Come way, on. <laughs> apparently, it's, oh, we'll get to that game. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, it was great to see Moses Embai play really well. I. I know I had my doubts over him moving to fullback at the start of the year, but I was wrong so far because he's been probably their best player. He, he's certainly he, their best he's player. He's been playing like a, man, awesome. like a man possessed. Uh, the Morris boys turned back the clock a little bit. Um, yeah, Bulldogs looked okay. They did enough to win. Well, none of us think Penrith are a particularly impressive yeah. team. And they're sure as hell not going to be now. <laughs> no. I mean, they. I think we can all agree they were a little bit fortunate to win their first two games. Both both those games, the other team's best player got injured and they came back from a little uh, 14-0 down and won. This week, they couldn't quite do that when their best player went off injured. Mm, funny, that. He's going to be out for a while and... Yeah, they're, saying, know, they're gonna, saying, what, 10 to 12 it's weeks? It's going to be real testing times for them. Yeah. For, I'll Ma- give give credit to Cleary where it's due. Um, like, playing with a grade 3 MCL tear for 20 minutes it takes a, a fair bit of guts and you know credit to him but he he's going to be missing for the next few weeks which sucks for them so yeah and you know, we'll uh, see how they go without him my favorite thing in this game though is josh morris going the distance on that intercept yeah like, he wasn't even from a running start and he looked like man a pig ca- and shit when he scored he was so happy he still had the pace to make it he surprised himself that he made that him whole catching that ball it was like somebody had thrown a stapler at him from about three feet away <laughs> and he didn't know what to do and it just fell into his arms and he ran away yeah. it was great great yeah. stuff and by the way people he wasn't his 200th game it was his 200th game for, for the Bulldogs, for the Bulldogs. So he played 270 that yeah. was annoying me way too much in the weekend I don't know why yeah. but it was annoying me they mentioned Hashtag it in Josh comms- 270 <laughs> yeah. record breaker he's yeah. only the 11th Canterbury player to play 200 for that club yeah, yeah he was Terry Lamb 
Mm, possibly. He's only 31, by the way, so I don't know if you'll stay in he's the NRL next year. He's been playing since he was like He's got to basically yeah. get to the end of next year to get 300. But that's it. 300 games should be coming his way. It's quite impressive. Mm. Good little put down in this game from Will Hopawati as well. In the, in the, they got a bit of luck uh, in some calls as well. Pen, uh, the Bulldogs did, but you know, swings and roundabouts. Penrith had a bit of luck in the first two rounds. Yeah. The, the obstruction call, the referees have come out today and said it was wrong, and I completely agree that it was the wrong call. Yeah, me too. I watched it about 400 times. And I've been, I, I, I've been worried about it in the first couple of rounds that we've gone back to common sense in a couple of these obstruction calls. What? And Com- wait, com- yeah, what's but that? that's it's not, not that's not right to me. No, in rugby I league. agree. Yeah, I agree. Like in this it has call, to be for a black example, and white. the call for this one was that Maloney still got there and had a chance, and they ruled it wasn't significant contact. Well, mm. firstly, contact doesn't look like a lot when you slow it down. Yeah. And secondly, well, if he got there anyway, imagine the chance he could have had if he didn't get obstructed, and that was just that was just wrong to me. Right? Guess, we've seen plenty yeah. of tries disallowed where. Every person in the world knows that the covering defender was not going to get near the guy yeah. who scored the try, but it doesn't matter. And it's weird to go another. Like I don't like blaming referees or whatever, but this is weird to go another way this year for that. And if you want diving to become a part of rugby league, this is how you're going to get it. Because uh, if I was a coach this week, I'd be telling my, my team, if you felt you got obstructed, hit the deck. Yeah, so would I. I'd be doing the same because a couple of my last few weeks have just been given hit the deck and it won't happen. I, and, I guess the thing is we've discussed it on this pod before, more with uh, like dangerous tackles, but. Intent doesn't come into the rules. There is no, you know, mm. intent when it comes to obstruction. Either the guy's impeded or yeah. he's not. That's yeah. one of the things that annoys me most in rugby league. Yeah. People go, oh, but, you know, what's he supposed to do? He and can't disappear. It's or, like, or, go through the line. Or, or can't, uh, yeah. Yeah. What, what do you yeah. mean? Or go, yes, you know. he can. He can disappear by continuing his run and getting yes. out of the way. Mm. What are you talking about? And, exactly right. And then you had, uh, obviously, Aiden Tolman's obstruction, which was the other end of the spectrum, which was as clear as day. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. the dumbest obstruction this year. But yeah, Penrith in a bit of trouble now, relying on James Maloney. He went there for a paycheck to now run run the ship. He, he was really not good by himself on the weekend either. No, no he wasn't. I, I thought Peachy was... Okay. Well, that's their halves name this week. But that's they, it. They've got Jerome Luau on the named on the bench, and they have options, or an extended bench. They have options of moving Peter Wallace back to the halves and playing waiting at nine, that. apparently. But no. Yeah, I mean, you know, they've come into this start of the season. They had Cartwright as a backup half who's now gone, and they have Tyra and uh, May recovering from injury, so they're stuck in a place where Tyra and Peach is your half. And I actually don't mind that call. I honestly was, would rather have Tyra and Peach at six than Cartwright, to be honest. So would I. Like, shit just, Peach will run, and shit, shit will happen. And that's how this, this Penrith team play like that. Throw the ball around, and shit yeah. might happen. And then what uh, we Jackson some games. I don't think either of these teams are particularly good. No, no. But, you know, they're, they're not. But, yeah, Bulldogs had Moses and by stand-up when it mattered. Yeah, he, he's, he's playing fantastic. great. Yeah. Uh, the Friday afternoon, sorry, Friday night game, West Ooh. Tigers Ooh. 7, Brisbane 9. Does it count the, as a win if you don't score a try, Dale? At the home of Rugby League, Campbelltown Stadium. Cowards, Ar- the coward's way out. way to win. Arana yeah. Park. Um, so, yeah, this game sucked. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, really the, honest. The refs have been stood down. Not And not just that, I but like, that decision, both though. of these teams just caught, well, you hated caught what, the dick fingers. Why? He clearly comes back and reestablishes himself. No, no, I hate the decision to stand them down because it's not like it's the worst call you've ever seen. No, but it was I a, don't like- it was an incorrect call that decided a game. Yeah. I mean, and uh, Ashley Klein does this at least once a year. Yeah, he look, I, down I don't want to talk about what I thought year. Ashley Klein, but yeah. He's no, but he, he, I feel like he he leads the league in, uh, in terms of catastrophic mistakes by referees. Didn't he get sacked after the South Broncos game last year as well? I don't remember if he got hunted after that. But, but yeah. again, he was at the centre. He yeah. seems to be at the centre of like these ridiculous scandals more so than mm. any other referee. So uh, this game... Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Truly terrible. Uh, the, I thought the Broncos started hot in the first 10 minutes, then got slowed down into the Tigers' bullshit and played real, both played real slow game for the mm. majority of it. You know, they had that... The Broncos bombed a couple of tries when Gillett pulled his hands away for God knows what reason. At the ground, I thought Nick Arima threw a terrible pass. 
on replay go home, Gillette pulls his hands out of the way to catching a ball afraid of the try line. God knows why. That was on the right side? Yeah. yeah. You know, the ground went right through? Yeah. yeah. And then the Jack Bird thing is like, I don't care if it looked ugly or not. It's a try. The mm. hand was coming down. It hit the ball. That's mm. downward pressure. Mm. But like, that's honestly, I'm going to go do that. That's physics. That's that, downward pressure. It, that typified the game to me, really. Like, uh, the, the calls were not great when they were needed to be and they weren't great when they needed not to be and yep. then Jack Bird didn't score a try because he touched the ball legally and it hit yeah. the ground with downward pressure. It was on the ground. He barely got a finger to it but the finger was coming, hand was coming down in the yeah. direction. It grazed the ball. That's the rugby league. That's the try. That's the rules of rugby league. Yeah, yeah. and I wonder if he, if it was going the other way and a player had have had have then, if that was he was doing that in his own in goal and a player had have put the ball down afterwards, would they have called it as a dropout or would they have called know. it as a try? All I know is I've seen tries like that for 20 years. Yeah. Just t- like barely touching the ball. Like yeah. not even just new recently. So whatever, didn't go out a try. But, the, you know, we got the call. We got a call in the end that won us the game. So it, it came back, it balanced out. Uh, Do we want to say that there's the something, no, this, there is, uh, well, I don't think that particular call was correct. We, I, the, something has to change in the way games are decided at the end because refs are terrified to blow penalties yeah. because of this exact situation because if they get one wrong, they get crucified. Well, that's why I don't like him getting dropped and, for it. Well, no, it's a tough one because on one hand, you have to set an example. You have to be like, this guy made this mistake that basically decided an NRL game. Which mm-hmm. is, and, you know, or, uh, but, you know, is it time to start thinking about going to golden try or just ditching the concept altogether and having draws. I um I had to laugh so hard that this was the catalyst for that discussion. Mm. Is that I said it on I said it on Twitter that Broncos lost to grand final in Golden Point and got called sour sour grapes because they lost, but the poor little Tigers lose one game in round three and the whole community's blowing up. Yeah. No, I don't, I'm not having that. People, <laughs> no, I just yeah. no, dude, yeah. that's not fair. People people were shitting on Golden Point. Oh, on mate. that grandfather day, people have been shitting on it. I, since it sh- came. I don't like you know I don't like Sh- Golden since Point. it came in. I don't mm. think I'm in the basket. I don't of, think that's a fair comparison. I'm right? in a basket of extra time with Golden Try. Yep. Or draw. Yep. I that's what I'm in the basket of. And this is one of those games. People will say, "Oh, the Broncos didn't deserve to win. Neither did the Tigers." No, this it was, was a, a bad game. No, both both, both of these teams deserve the point. Same as Newcastle and Manly round one. That was yep. a draw. That deserved a draw. You know. Mm. And this was a, a poor game. And but for for me, the most impressive thing for the Broncos in terms of winning this game, which is not many impressive things, but it's that. They went away from home and won a game in a style we they were capable of. They ground a game out. They yep. ground the way back into a game. They kicked well. And then in the last 20, 30 minutes, they did something they haven't done in years, is that chasing a game. They're only, they're only down two points, but they just held onto the ball and ground away, ground away, got their point, and then motored upfield in, 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 in extra time. They were making way more meterage at the end mm-hmm. than, than, than uh, the Tigers were. Sims, Lodge, and Maguire uh, were exceptional in Golden Point, and... The Broncos won. I mean, the core was lucky, but they were the ones sure. making I, the I way could, down to the 20 or 30. Yeah. Uh, I was really impressed by Luke Brooks in that last set when he got the field goal. I thought he led the team down the field quite well. And yeah, they looked, that was nice. They looked mm. really organized, which isn't a word you associate with the Tigers. Well, I mean, they, the they conceded that point and then they went straight down there. Yeah, and they it kicked worked, off. And, yeah. The short kickoff was perfect. Yep. The set was perfect. The field goal was on target. Um, you know, you can still take some positives out of this game if you're a Tigers fan. They still yeah. got the best defense in the oh, league yeah, and they, and they, uh, by points, right? Surely they would. Yeah, the first trialless loss since 1992 or 93. So there you go. Yeah, that's a fair effort. Then mm. first trialless uh, victory in Broncos history as well. Obviously, then kind of around the same time. But mm. um, yeah, to- you know, the main thing for me as well, Jermaine Asako. Not sh- I already knew he's a great goal kicker. I think I said on here before he's the <laughs> most mate. accurate in the country. Yeah, but. Uh, the fact that he had the temperament to take that from Q Cup to first grade was quite impressive, and the penalty goal to uh, level the scores 
No easy attempt in mm. rugby league. It's not a union ball, and he curled that from the sideline as a guy who usually has a power game. He curled it in. It was it was a nice effort. Mitch, Mitch needed a fan during the game. He needed a bucket. He was, oh, mate, he, was psycho, my man. he was sweating over those quads. I was. Oh, he's, he's, a, he's a sexy man, though. Those quads are massive. <laughs> he's a, yeah, it's a he's good a year to be me, mate. Pangai and Asako breakouts. Been on those wagons for a while. It's been a good year to be me. Uh, you know who it's not a good year to be? Canberra. Oh, Lord. Canberra 19, New Zealand Warriors 20 at Bruce Stadium. It's just like, at what point does it get revealed that the Canberra Raiders season is just a cruel psychological joke on their fans to see how many close losses and heartbreaking moments one team's fan base can endure? They're they're kind of like, they are the Pavlovian dog of rugby league. Like, they keep going and the bell (laughs) keeps ringing and they keep losing, you know? Yeah, they see 75 minutes tick past on the clock. We've got a chance. They are greeted by an overwhelming rush of sadness and despair. It's like they, I, their box gets flooded instead of the getting food. That's, just, that's just the Pavlovian dog. It's insane. Like, How does this happen three weeks in a row? There's no excuse for it. Yeah, I was out with a mate at the time, and they told me to score 2019 at the end of the game. I was like, oh, whatever, that'll... um, Whatever, that, that is probably just, you know, had a penalty goal at the end or something to lose. Nope. Who knows? Or went to Golden Port and they lost. Got home, rewatched the game. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? This, this to me was the closest thing that I think I've ever seen to a two-minute drill in the NRL. Yeah. Like, they... they like, mu- three times. Yeah. <laughs> Isaac Luke's try was hilarious. Six-minute drill. That <laughs> was <laughs> just farcical defending. It yep. was well, it was like Jack White was due to cost him a try. He hadn't done it all oh game. Oh, my God. So, he kind of charged out to slap it with oh. Isaac Luke's hand. And Dumas Louis was so shocked, he froze and watched White slap. And then, all of a sudden, Luke just stood sideways and was like, wait... There's a 10-meter gap here. Tanamas <laughs> <laughs> Louis just... I can just walk into this thing. He's like, oh, that's um, where he's meant to be. But, like, why? I'm not, I'm, look, I'm not a genius, but I understand some things hey, about rugby league. Don't say yourself short, buddy. Okay, I'm definitely a genius. Indeed. But you're the fullback. Why are you in front of the play the ball? That's, it's Jack White, mate. It's a he was, he was but, past the ball. Don't worry, mate. He's going to fullback again this week. He'll learn. Eventually, it's only been like oh, but they dropped like Austin. So yeah, <laughs> that'll show him. Yeah, that menace prick. How about <laughs> the look on Aiden Caesar's face when he's playing hooker? There's a man who contemplates suicide on the rugby <laughs> league pitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, uh, uh, he hates it. Special mm. mention to Sam Lasone for that last run before the second field goal. He made like 25 meters yeah. off, a, off a charge, but which that, put that, Johnson into a position. That was at the kind of point where the Raiders were just. Mate, on the back accepted, he saw him, he accepted, went, and our our man Bunty Afoa off the bench was mate, fucking he's great at prop. Fantastic. Finally, not on the edge. He's where he belongs. He's great at prop. He's fantastic there. But you look at like, yeah. I mean, what do you say about the Raiders team? I, I put something out earlier in the week, but with Saliva Havili on the field for the season, they're, they're plus ten points. With him yeah. off the field, they're minus thirteen. How many? So how many minutes? Point, has he, how many he's only minutes? played ninety minutes of that, the two hundred and forty. That's ridiculous. Didn't come back on in this game. Caesar hates hooker visibly. Visibly hates it. Hates the contact in defence. So, but they're finally doing it this week, right? If no, Austin's no. Not playing. Avili is named at nine again with right. Ada Hingano at fourteen. So I bet oh, you okay. thirty minutes. Caesar goes to hooker. Hingano goes to the. At house. least Hingano has played hooker before. Yeah, but I bet you Caesar goes to hooker and Hingano goes to house. Oh God! Oh, that's what I bet you is going to happen again because Ricky's stuck on that. I don't know why, but that's where he is. And yeah, and then is he trying to get fired? Well, I can't. I can't believe they let him motor down the field so easily at the end. I know it's the it Raiders. Embarrassing. But like, so they've in the first three rounds in the last ten minutes. Now the Raiders can see eight hundred and eighty meters in three games in the last ten. The NRL that's average is five hundred and eighteen. How many the, sets? How many sets? I haven't looked, didn't look up the amount of sets. Sorry, but sorry. The, you know, the five hundred eighteen meters is the NRL average, and the teams like the Dragons and the Storm were down at three hundred and thirty meters in that period conceded. But the Raiders, 880 across three games. No wonder you're losing these games at the end because you're unfit, you're fat. That's you don't, in, know, don't know how to use your rotation. That's in 30 minutes, right? Uh, yeah, in 30 minutes. What the fuck? 
And all the yeah, if you if you prorated that over a whole eighty minute rugby league game, they'd break Not, the, like the record. Well, it's yeah, it's, and it's also at the end of the game. Usually the ball gets kicked out more and whatever yeah. slowed down. But that it's terrible, and that's every week. And and this week they look like they've been playing for three hundred hours at the end. The last five minutes, like when uh, when they conceded that first try, you thought they looked like looked like a team. They thought they were about to lose, and they were still up by a point. And they conceded that last try. Yeah. It's a disgusting effort. And then the first Sean Johnson field goal, they watched him kick it. Yeah. There was no pressure on him either time. It was, was embarrassing. Was that was the field goal? Because I think I remember seeing that uh, on the tweets. Was that somebody called? Nobody like the Raiders didn't know that it was the fifth and last. Oh, that's a, that's your excuse. Yeah, they could, no, some, no, no, somebody they, called Marcus not square. They didn't know, know time wasn't back on. They that's put him right. back on the mark. Yeah, and what, well, that, it, what do you mean? They don't call time back on when they get a guy back to the mark. You, are you stupid? And also, like the ball's in play. Yeah, the ball—it's in the middle of the field. Time's on. Yeah, time is on. And like, I, I, as I said, I heard somebody say, "Don't worry about it." And then they just watched him kick the field goal from twenty meters away. How's about be the guy who runs up first and gets told to come back? Yeah, for once, be the guy who puts the effort in. Don't be the guy who stands and watches someone kick a field goal. And I know that it's silly, but like, surely. Surely you just you take a punt on being offside. Exactly right. Because you know, call it. they're not definitely well, yeah. not with thirty seconds to play. <laughs> but it's marker's like, not square though. Yeah, Ooh, true. You yeah, if you're a marker, you stay put. Yeah. It's just yeah, you know, we've been through this. I think our first ever podcast was Dale Root shitting on Ricky Stewart it was like from a minutes. height. It was great. From and, a and height. we all thought maybe sixteen was just so high. We thought maybe he's changed. But it's the same old cycles every other club. One good year and then slowly tears him apart. And Except for Parramatta, where they didn't even have that. They didn't even have that. He tore him apart from the start. But yeah, yeah just. Whatever, I don't know what they do. He's signed for three more years of it. If you take out games he coached with Brad Fittler in the team, his win-loss record is Mate, just He's a halfback killer. I did this thing years ago. I remember Fox stole oh, it. Oh, oh, I remember. Killer. Yeah, and, that, and You that, put a fake one in there to see if they, and they, and they, they did. They copied it. And Aiden, and Aiden Caesar went down there. He was killing it at Titans, who were a terrible side. Gone there and probably hasn't had a good full 80 minutes once down there. Mm. And no surprise when the guy gets th- doesn't really have a role on the team. Still hasn't really got a role. And now this week... Blake Austin's gone, but Sam Williams, the guy you've cut three times, you've decided he's the man who's done nothing exceptional in three weeks. He's not bad, but you've, you've been sent home away from the club three times now, and you think, yeah, but this is the time. He's our guy. Yep. Let's back that horse in and not the other two. Mm. Genius. But leave everybody else, though. Everybody else gets to keep their spot. Jack White and... Everybody else keeps their spot. Teflon. And Junior Paulo was so fat, a guy you signed on a big money deal last year, he plays off the bench now. He's a, he's a bench prop. And he plays fuck all minutes. Channon Boyd, apparently Australian pop. But good form, again, fuck all minutes. Terrible yeah. rotations. Elliot Whitehead's back this week, and maybe he, he gets some respectability back to the fitness in the middle of the field for that team. But mm. it's no excuse to be that unfit the back end of the last 10 of every game. It's not the referee's fault. It's no one's fault but yours, Ricky, mate. That's it. Yeah. I think, that's, uh, I think that wraps one up. Yeah. Uh, alrighty, South Sydney, 34. Mainly Warringah, six at the Olympic Stadium in Sydney. We have to talk about this. Yes, we do. We no. definitely do. Are you insane? Yes. Oh. Great Matt. performance from South. Yeah, they were really good. Well done. I feel good job, Bungard. Thank you. You I feel... really pulled him out of a hole, Matt. Oh, mate. I never stopped believing. I actually didn't stop believing. I thought... mate, you said last week they were good the first You thought yeah. they were you good are, the first You are again. the journey of this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, no, they, they looked great. Uh, my boy, AJ's great game at fullback. Mm. Really, really good. It's a shame. It's a shame Mbai and Matt Dufty both played this week. So yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't like try to put Shoehorn <laughs> AJ into my team of the week or anything like that. But he's a very he, good game. He was fantastic. That kick return was great. He's still blindingly quick, as we saw. Um, uh, forwards were good. Sam was great. Uh, Crichton had his first good game of the year. I thought. Yep. Yeah, uh, Dewey does enough. It's fine. Reynolds is back. I think next week. Who's this Dewey bloke? Yeah, Sorry, no, Duahe. No, he's Dewey, Dewey again now. Dewey? No, they dead set said his dad's fine with it being Dewey so that people don't get confused. I was yeah, like, you know what? Fair enough. Now. Thank you. That's fine. Um, Ridiculous. 
Yeah, up fourteen nil. Start to worry. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, they they looked really good. It's rugby league's a weird sport. I don't think it's any other sport where you can see a team win by fifty one week and lose by thirty the next. It's except manly cricket. <laughs> okay. I'll find a Damn it, cricket is a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> also, games take a week, so <laughs> True. they do. Well, um, um, but yeah, no, I was very impressed. Really complete performance. I've I've. I've was a little bit surprised that Robert Jennings was in the first grade team at the start of the year, but he's looked, he's been okay. Okay, and, and so Kenna's been good as and well. And Kenna has been pretty decent. Um, yeah, a lot to like about what they're doing. They're only going to get better when Reynolds gets back. Um, yeah. yeah, and I mean, and Dewey has been okay. Surprisingly slow. When he picked up that loose ball to try and go the distance, yeah. you remember, really slow, but he's been okay. He's not exceptional, but hasn't really done anything wrong and, and, and put a foot out of place. It is nice to have a halfback that. Takes the line on. Yeah, that also uh, isn't like bringing like Luke Kelly or putting Sutton back there again. Also, guys. good point. Another option. And yeah, he, he'll probably get more confidence if he plays more. He hasn't gone real hard at line, but he does take the line a lot more than Reynolds does. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, I mean, he's not going to explode if he's no. touched no. No. by Very another person. Point. So what do you think about Inglis? I was a little concerned that he got out, one outside his man a few times in this game and got dragged down by Brad Parker. I, di- I was concerned that Brad Parker yes. manhandled Greg Inglis. A few times. That was a little bit worrying. Because Inglis is massive still. Like, he didn't get smaller over the season. But... There is a small... I mean, and the thing is it happened twice. If it happened once, you could have been like, oh, maybe yeah. he just didn't take him seriously. But it happened twice, which is a little bit worrying. Maybe Brad Parker's... The best defensive center of all time. I don't know. <laughs> we didn't know. Could be. It's impossible to say. That was a little bit worrying, but I think... Is Brad know, Parker eligible to play for New South Wales? Get him in. He might get picked on that one game. <laughs> well, if, if, so if, play, if you could pick a guy who was... Seven years ago, he would have got picked on that If you could pick game. a guy who could just tackle Greg Inglis, and if I was in New South Wales, I'd pick they, him. They did that. Bo Scott. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah that, 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 that ended poorly. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, you're right. That is a little bit of a worry. But other, I thought apart from those couple of times where he just thought he could run through his opposite man. I thought, again, he was ready. He threw a couple of nice balls. He still sucks in three defenders every time he gets the ball in exactly his hands, right. which is incredibly valuable. Um, yeah, no, not really any negatives. It is. Um, he just needs... Well, even if he had Darius Boyd outside him, they would have, he would have scored They would have, he would have scored like five tries still. Yeah. Once Inglis gets around the outside of a man, he knows how to feed him. Hasn't really clicked with Jennings yet, even though Jennings scored a couple of tries yeah. or three tries. Well, one came for a great cutout from Johnston, yeah. which Johnston, was yeah. Inglis-esque, that ball, yeah. little right to left. But um, I thought Cam Murray was quite impressive too. Mm-hmm. And once you know, once the big fellas are going forward, which Tom and Sam were doing, oh, it's not hard. Well, Murray's a small guy in the middle, yeah. right? But not hard when those guys it, are going forward. It's so frustrating when you have these games when the Twins don't do anything wrong. I think George yeah. still had one or two errors, but yeah. when by and large they do more good things than bad, you just think, why can't you do this every week? Yeah, which is yeah exactly right. Well, I mean, Sam. Oh, actually, I had a quite I had a quite a few penalties, but whatever. Not as many errors, and not as many like backbreaking errors down your end. As always. No, I think there was one George sort of backbreaking ish era yeah. when it was like ten nil or fourteen nil. Maybe it was only mm. six nil. I think maybe it was after they scored the opening try. I think he put the ball down actually, but um, no, it couldn't be because he starts on the bench. But it was around that time. I think uh, I remember only cursed his name once. Yeah. So um, yeah, and that's a, Manly, that's a good game. Mainly, yeah. they're the most hard hand to figure out in the NRL. They'll yeah. probably blitz Camber at home again. At Wouldn't Bookie. shock me. But yeah, they just weren't fantastic. To power, I thought was strong again, and he always isn't. Tavoyevich was all right. Jake, that is, but. Yeah, I mean, not really anybody else that really showed up for me and stood out. That's two years in a row Souths have started the season badly and then played Manly and smashed them. But then no, last year that ended badly after that. So let's did. hope it's not a repeat. Um, Damien Cook, by the way, is the fucking man. He's so good. I love uh, him. Yeah, we don't want to talk Origin hastily again. But, I mean, I don't ever want to talk about Origin. But that's surely he's the guy for the Blues. Right? Yeah, I'm not going to pick him. Can he tackle? Well, he makes yeah. enough tackles, mate. Doesn't like 
Get over the can he fucking tackle thing. Now the Bron- the Queensland haven't got Thurston and Cronk or whatever. Just try and kill them for once. The answer the is team's old. The answer is yes. Makes, Four, Forty-three out of forty-six. Yeah, he week. makes tackles, yeah, but yeah, that's it. Who cares? Get some. And dynamic. since when have the since when have the Blues selectors cared about defense? They didn't care about defense when they were pumping Bryce Cartwright's tires or yeah. Matt Moylan's. Like, oh, but they picked Jared Hayne last year, so surely no, they have defense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. But yeah, I still love with Cook that any any single time those Dude, birds I watched get a clean it really closely after, after you mentioned it last week. Every single time he's fucking gone. Every time, and I don't know any other hooker does it as effectively as he does in the comp mm. and obviously it, it, it would stand out because people would notice guys running the ball but every time a bird just stays on his feet he's off from dummy half and he he's makes so a good 10 metres well. he is so quick especially off the mark he, he has to be one of the quickest non-outside backs in the comp surely yeah him and Kiri. I mean, at, at yeah. some at one point this year, he's going to do that thing he does at least once a year. He's going to make a dummy half run in his own twenty. He's going to get through the line and he's just going to score. He's going to skip the fullback, skip around the fullback. He's really fucking fast. Yeah, yeah. agreed. And the fullback underestimating because he's a hooker. Yeah, yep. Anyway, good win. Yeah, good win. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, we all won this week. Happy days. Yeah, we did. Uh, Parramatta four, Cronulla Sutherland fourteen. I don't want to talk about. Was this, this game worse than the Broncos Tigers game somehow? Maybe. Yes. It's. it's Yes. At least the Broncos-Tigers game had golden point-ish kind of finish, kind of and entertaining. And controversy. This was just yeah. shit. Townsend out. scored all the points. What more do you want to know? Two yeah. games this week where one one guy scored all uh, the points. Surely that's the first time this has happened. What, two different guys in the scoring NRL. all the points? Yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm not mid-o, mate. <laughs> you can be. T- <laughs> yeah. I'll, no, sh- I'll, sh- I'll shoot him a text. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah. Parramatta, just, just fold them. Send them to Perth. Mate, like, look, you guys, you're not I'm a Brad Arthur fan, but Jesus Christ, Norman and Mitch Moses are killing this team. Like, it's so easy in all rugby league circles. We generally like blaming the halves, and generally we're wrong. But in this game, they had plenty of ball in good positions, yep. and Moses and Norman were pathetic. I don't know what happened to the Mitch Moses. They had turned him into the back end of last year. I don't know if that's because he's proving a point or something, but when he was kamikazing at the line for fun, things were happening around him. Yeah. He was going straight and direct. But in this game, him and Norman refused to play straight, refused to play flat and direct, and refuse to straighten the, or go to the line at, at all. Norman stopped in front of the line a couple of times. He's really stopped That's, and just submitted. Oh, man, that video. Oh. Yeah, and, and it's ter- And then you wonder why every time the ball goes outside back, so it's getting dragged towards the sideline. Mm. The only try they scored this entire game was when the ball went to Manu Mahu, who straightened up and then stepped his man, who second row was not the one supposed to be doing that, straightening up and stepping his man. And Arba mm. still had to go sideways to score, but they're not troubling the defensive line at all. Like there's, they're not drawing any men in. It's, it's disgraceful. And I know they haven't got big men in this, in this Parramatta side, and that's an issue as well. And Kane Evans has been deserved. Well, he's injured, but he's out of the side this week, which is probably a favour for them, for example. But Norman and Moses are the biggest problem in this team by some well, distance. It'll, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens this week because three guys we've pointed the finger at, Evans, Hayne, and French, are all probably not going to play. Yeah, Will Smith's at fullback. And uh, the back line's now got George and Michael Jennings, Kirisami Ava, uh, and Josh Hoffman, not... Not a star started back on at Parra kicked the year off with, well, you know, Gutherson's on back, Haynes out, and, and Bevan's out. But, yeah, it's just not good enough. And, it, and it's um, surprising to see this Parramatta side play this bad three games in a row to me. Yeah. Nathan Brown with 202 metres. Good job. He did a good, he did a good job. Um, Kenny Edwards looked underdone. He, he put in, but he looked like he's still carrying his injury. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, not much else than the rest of them. And, and the Sharks, you know... For if you lose whoever it is, Matt Moore and all, you lose one of your halves, you take whatever win you get. Mm-hmm. You know, Agreed. and Hodkinson thrown in there who hasn't played cup yet this year either. He got thrown in, played the game, they won fourteen to four, whatever. Uh, they went, it's it's easy to chockers. forget the Sharks were winless until this game. Mm-hmm. But just for some reason didn't even, didn't even click with me until like today that this was their first win of the year. I thought Fafita had his best game in a while too. I thought he turned up in this game. That bar is quite low, but yeah, it is. Yes. And Jesse Ramian looked all right on on uh, well not debut but feeling in there, the mm-hmm. future Newcastle Knight player. But yeah, he was good. <laughs> No, that's about it for me from this game. Where's uh, what's Hod- Hodkinson been doing? Just 
I just been just not, hanging not out. Playing, just I just out, assumed he playing was Nintendo. Me too, to be fair, because I knew that he oh. went. I knew that he left Newcastle, obviously. But yeah, yeah. Not even <laughs> I assumed I was going to read in like August that like Trent Hawkinson won the Man of Steel, <laughs> playing for like the York Vikings yeah. or whatever fucking teams they have over there. Another yeah. player of the Toronto Wolfpack, sure. But yeah, they're um, yeah. Parramatta got a lot to figure out in one week, and you know if those halves start running and start get, putting their body in line for the team, things will happen straight away. And we've yeah. seen them do it before, but who's playing this week? They're, uh, I think, other oh, they're playing. They're, they're playing so, West. That's it. Ooh. That's it. And I think they. I don't know if they're the favourites anymore, but they did. Oh, they were the favourites when we checked after the Tigers Broncos game. Mm. So, uh, moving on to Sunday yeah. at Clive Berghofer Stadium in Toowoomba, uh, Gold Coast eight, St George Illawarra Jeez. several Who is more. Clive Berghofer. Uh, I believe he was the first man to play rugby league in Toowoomba. I don't know if he's... It's Wayne Bennett. I don't know if he's being facetious. Yeah, being facetious. <laughs> oh, damn it. That would have been really impressive. I think he actually invented footballs. Oh, okay. There you go. No, he's... um. What is he? He's a philanthropist, apparently. But I believe he gave full money... Full-on rapist. The, yeah, full-on rapist. He okay. gave money to the Broncos as well, I believe, this year. I, I, so, do we have a like a sp- sponsorship name we can call this ground? I refuse, yeah. to, be- refuse to use this man's name. I think he gave like three or four million to the Broncos this year. And then he's also one of those guys who just like throwing like 50 to 100 million at medical research. So, I assume whatever. that he's part of the salary cap. <laughs> no, does that count? Inventor that's, that's of, of the TPA, Inventor, oh, Inventor of the salary cap. Oh no, it didn't it's, pickles. it's such oh. a TPA that the Titans have to play there. Um, no yeah, uh, Gareth Widdop killing but, it. Not just that, player. but fuck the Titans were uh, bad. Yeah, Gareth Widdop, form player of the first three rounds. Yep, like easy. by some distance. Yep, equal the NRL record of five try assists in this game, which is Cherry Evans and Cronk and a few others have it. But uh, he was fantastic, and. Um, when that forward pack's going forward, Widdop is going to have a lot of joy all year. Yeah, both of, both of the halves I thought were excellent. And when Widdop's confident, he just tries shit and shit just happens. Like yeah. the Nutmeg, for example, was fantastic. <sighs> and I loved that they went right to the 80th minute to try and put points on in this yeah. game. I was all about it. Oh, Ben Hunter sunken with disappointment. Pimps in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Now, if there was <laughs> one man who would drop a ball playing in this game, it's not the man you would have expected. Big Isn't shout out to Kane Elgi. Yeah. For perhaps the most vapor-like performance I have ever seen, and not vapor as in good, vapor as in you can walk through. Yeah. Vapor. It it disappears. But he gets the award for dropping rise. the ball off the kickoff. And not the, just a timeless classic. Not just that, but like it was terrible. The, right after the right after the knock on. Oh, okay, <laughs> so George get the ball right. Pa- yeah. Pickles is having a fucking field day over here. He's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Um, you know they get the ball straight off the straight off the scrum, and uh, he just watches uh, watches the St George go in and score. He did, Open which is a, which is a bold strategy. Well, yeah. I, they I didn't want to write Kane Elgi off the start of this year after a bad year last season. Oh, and but I kept here saying we that. all are. We'd seen a talented player before, but mm. yeah, I don't know if he's putting it together at the Titans this year. I, I don't know, know if, like, if he's going to get figured out if it's somewhere else as the halfback. Mate, I wouldn't trust him to nah. put together my furniture. Yeah. He's at that point. Well, as you said before we started, at least they finally seemed seemingly have worked out the... Ryan James should go back to the middle and Bryce Cartwright should be on the bench, which is what they're doing yep. this week. And Jairo, it's starting at, at lock. They they are an absolute disaster. Which they're is, shambles at this point. They are far closer to this. What we saw this week is far closer to what we're going to get for a year than what we saw in round one. Well, round one was the Raiders doing the Raiders. It's do true. That was now. very much an anomaly. The Raiders um, out Raiders the Titans. They did. Mm. Uh, yeah, there's... 
they're just, just they're just not very good. Um, and the yeah. dragons are great. They are. Um, I really regret not putting some sort of coin on them to win the comp because you know even if they don't you can at least hedge later on but yeah they've gone into like $11 yeah, they, it's still like $25 last week they've yeah. come in a lot they, yeah. they've they looked really good in all three games and their forwards were great last year I don't know why this was a surprise to people um, well, and it, all it took was somebody to allow Widdop to play with more creativity yeah. and you but know put their hand up and get the ball on the other side of the like rock occasionally you, you had the second most important position and you had a you had Josh McCrone there and then the worst got player ben in the Hunt. comp there and everyone else is still good. Like, what yeah. do you think? And you added James Graham too. Well, yeah. You, and then you, you actually improved on Josh Dugan with jo- Matt Dufty. Yeah. Like, don't at me, people. He's better than Josh Josh Dugan. He brings way more to this team than do better support runner, better playmaker, more explosive. He, he turns up in the right spots. Somehow, Kurt Mann's still a professional athlete, but played like bench prop for like twenty minutes in this game, and I loved it. it was yeah, like, throw him on. It was like when you've got like the under tens and you're up by like eighty nil, you throw the spastic kids on, and there, and there we are. He, uh, like, yeah. yeah. This track also is- Lu- Luch Leilua and Lisa Armour, I thought were exceptional. Like, I yeah. know that you've been on the Luciano Leilua hype train for a little bit, but I yeah. thought he was great. He was running hard and straight, which is not usually his game, and so was Armour. Armour's been probably the best bench player so far in the competition, but. You know, when, when your team's playing so well, everyone looks fantastic. Tarek Sims is putting hits on. Tarek know, Sims best, made Conrad Hurrell look like a child. He did. He, he, Tarek he, Sims is a massive Freddie frontrunner. And so is. when they're doing well, he's going yeah. to play yeah, well. Yeah, he's had three great games now. And he's had Freddie frontrunner. He's been in fantastic form. But yeah, the, the team is, is rolling. And I think the best thing for them is the fact they're not really running any of their forwards into the ground. So no. fans will look at it and be like, oh, Jabilin's only playing 45 minutes for my fantasy team. That's terrible. Well, yada, yada, yada. But for your real life team, what they're doing is is great. James Graham's fresh, Paul Vaughan's fresh, and yeah. later in the, the problem they've had in previous years, they run all the team to the ground and they end up gassed. Mm. But we said before that team last year were like all the, you know, most line breaks in the club, everything up there with everything, and they just didn't win because they guys are just McCrone on the side now. Yeah, they fixed the one and the seven. Yeah, and now they're really good. Yeah, what a surprise. It, it, Who knew? It, it reminds me of just doing heaps and heaps of light reps because I tell you what, they weren't getting much resistance <laughs> in this gym. And again, Jack DeBellin only made 18 tackles, but he hits harder than a disrespectful step daddy, old Jack DeBellin. Mm. He hits you damn hard. Yeah. He makes you hurt. Yep. And even he said that he wants to claim bodies after the game. And that's it. The man, every time he, run, he puts a hit on now, you, you can see that th- you can almost hear it through the TV. Are you concerned that Jack DeBellin could actually be a murderer? <laughs> I'm not concerned. Could Jack DeBellin have... Is Jack Bellin the guy that murdered that guy's friend? Yeah, maybe. The, <laughs> the guy, who, the guy who stands outside the St. George Bank in Wollongongdale. Dale is not what we're talking about. Wow. Name. It's good, though. Yeah, Neymar. That's, that's, look him up. that's niche. Um, but it reminds you of the impact he's making. I know it's a different sport, but I used to go to Waratahs games like 10 years ago and you'd hear Phil War hit people in the, in the grandstand and you'd hear that yeah. slap. Yeah. I reckon at the, at the moment you probably hear Jack DeBellin slapping somebody. George Smith so. used to do that too. Yeah, he did. You'd hear, you'd hear mm. the contact. So I'm looking forward to getting to a Dragon's Am live and checking my, my boy out. Well, luckily for you, there and, are several more games and, this, this year. <laughs> and, and, and the Titans, man, like you, this, is, this is how they're playing with a new coach. This is like the new coach motivation going fantastically. Well, I mean, they got the team wrist all wrong the first few weeks, but their better defensive edge, apparently, was the one that got tore apart this week by, um, by Connie, sorry, by Widdup uh, uh, and the boys and, and Lafayette. Yeah. Mm. And uh, Matt Dufty. And yeah, the Dragons is a great team to watch when they're rolling. So the, the Titans have two points, right? Mm-hmm. They don't deserve two They'll points. They'll get four more points from buys, correct? Yeah. There's only one buy this year, isn't there? There's, there's only one. There's, there's there one? 25 rounds, so, two buy rounds. So, there's still two buy Fuck. So wait, is there no, only three games? No, no one okay. buy each, so yeah. two buy rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, right. Okay. So six points. Do we see no, many only more? Four. Only one buy. Only four? So four points. How many more do we see? Oh, mate, they'll, win, they'll jack some games. They'll get to four or five wins. But Everybody yeah, you, f- you know, they're, um, they're just, the, the roster's just 
You know, mm. they've got a lot of money spent in, in Ash, obviously. But you look at the rest of it, like, where is, where is the cash going? Mm. I just don't know. There's just... The, the forward pack now this week will be decent with Wallace and James and Arrow in the middle. Bench still weak. Outside backs, outside Connie Hurrell. You wouldn't feed any of them. Poop. Like, a terrible back line. Uh, and the last game of the round, Eastern Suburbs 38, Newcastle 8. This game did not feel like 38 to 8. Yeah. Um, in the biblical rain at Sydney Football Stadium. The, yeah. the face turn came to an abrupt halt. It did. It did. Halt. Um, him, Mitch Pearce getting booed. How do we feel about oh, that? So I was, I was at a pub watching with no sound. Did he get booed by the fans? He was booed, yeah. That's shit house. What do you, what do you think? Uh, he did talk shit during the week, so I'm happy we're booing him on the back of that. Yeah, me too, to be honest. But, I mean, it's yeah, 50-50. Yeah. He played 200 billion games for your club. But I else? mean, it's like, I'm never going to boo Ben Hunt, but if he started talking shit about the Broncos, maybe I would. Maybe he'd say that uh, Brisbane's just a bad place. Although he's never going to say there's more fans than any other team, because again, the, the, oh. that's just not true. <laughs> Are you telling me that Brisbane are the people's team? I am telling you that. Pride of the league. If you don't know now, you know. Uh, I believe the team with the most members can lay claim to the title. No, but aren't you the grand old team? The grand old club. Sorry, the grand old club. Pride of (laughs) the grand old club. Pride of yeah. Got snowball down as the top number ticket holding member at South Sydney. (laughs) Yeah, I've signed signed all of you up, especially Pickles. Um, But yeah, uh, Roosters looked really good. Kiri. Kiri's fantastic he again. Looks great. Kiri, Kronk, Tedesco were all awesome. Yeah. Well, what a surprise um, that Kiri gets a better halfback and is even better than he was last year. Yeah, who knew that yeah. would happen? Incredible. My, my favourite thing in this game was like before the whole game, they're talking up on TV, Fox talking up Mitch Pierce. He's gone to Newcastle. He's made a decision to go, on, to go there. He's made a choice to be a change that's, man. That's revisionist. The decision to go there kind of thing, yeah. Oh, is Kronk better than him? Yeah, what's going on? And then like three minutes into the game, like, oh. Two minutes later. I mean, we didn't need the last 12 years of evidence that Kronk's better than Pierce. I yeah. guess we need another 80 minutes of it. And it was like Kronk's never been one to talk much or anything like that in terms of he the media rise. He did not need to. Looked like he just went out there to prove a point, though. Yeah. I, I went, like, I wasn't at the game, but I rewatched most of this game on the wide angle just mm. to watch Cooper Kronk. And he is directing play the entire game, setting plays up. And whilst a couple of the tries they scored off lucky kicks, well, every other single set, the set play they scored off is Kronk. Points at that point at the start of the set, they work there in like four tackles and it happens. Even the chip kick looks at Ferguson looks like it's off the cuff. Yeah. They turn the ball over. Kronk comes and talks to Ferguson. Like this is Mitch Pierce drops the ball right before it talks to Ferguson, goes back, talks to some of the boys. Two hit ups. Next hit up, he taps Takiaho on the back, points at the point of the field he wants him at, points right there, run there, runs mm. there, and then instantly the play's on. And the Knights have no idea what hit him. Yeah. That's just the in terms of directing play and setting things up. Kronk's the best in the league by some distance at that, and mm. it was on display this night. And no surprise, guys like Ferguson and other players who haven't been that good the last year at the Roosters are really yeah. shining with, with a playmaker like that on the inside. I, I noticed the same thing from Kiri's try where he went around the back behind the dummy runner on the left hand side. Yeah. You can see him go behind Kronk because he clearly tells him that there's an outside play on here. Yeah, and he goes straight through a hole, and like I mean P- Pierce, I mean. Obviously, they're different caliber of cattle, and that's no disrespect to Newcastle. It's just a fact. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was night and day. Yeah. It was incredible. Um, and Mitch, you go. There was some of the Mitch Pierce we're used to and things aren't going the team's way as well. I agree. A couple of just... Some kicks that were just kicks for the sake of kicking the ball, for example. One before the chip kick they scored off was, was mm-hmm. Pierce who kicked it to a bomb in a corner and hoped something happened. And then Kronk... Sorry, Kronk with that kick on for Kiri with a fantastic offload. And then, you know, later in the game again, when he dropped the ball on the fifth tackle, was sick of the game kind of thing, Kronk puts the next, the next crossfield the, kick on. The, uh, the kick just before he dumped uh, Friend, he yeah. just gets the ball on the fifth tackle and just kicks it in between two defenders who are three metres apart. What yeah. do you think is going to happen there, mate? I'll give you a clue. They get the ball. 
Yeah. Mate, for real. It was like, I, sh- I have to kick the ball. I'm going to kick it into the place that is most densely populated by opposition players. Yeah. And I think the Roosters got it right with Hargreaves off the bench. He had a bit more impact in this game. Yeah. You're playing, you're taking on the bench forwards. A bit better rotation. I think Boyd, Boyd Corner still looks surprisingly underdone. Mm. But yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't fantastic. But yeah, most of the rest of the Roosters team were great. But yeah, Kronk put a masterclass on. And I think it's a good sign, though, if you're a Roosters fan, that Tedesco had a pretty... Pretty average game, and it had didn't a very matter. quiet. Game. It didn't matter. Yeah, it kind of looked like he was missing out in the party himself. He tried to make things happen right at the end of the game. Mm. Tried to break the line or whatever, but just Kiri and Kronk put a show on. Again, it was it was when you're eight 0 up and you you take the goalkeeper out and you make yeah. him play up front. Yep, and Kiri, you know, we, again, he, we know he's good at what he's good at. He's not yep. going to be the world's greatest playmaker or anything, but second fiddle, running straight lines and ru- and ru- and running quick and running taking the line on, fantastic. At a it. better Blake Green. Uh, different player, mm. good second fiddle, obviously, same True. kind of role, but different player. Yeah. yeah, like the try he scored was again just ran, just speed. That's it. Speed creates power. Ran over Brock Lamb. Yeah. So, uh, what was your take on Tato Amoga's game? Uh, look, that was we had some of those last year, mm. and I did say when he left the Broncos, like, I liked him last year as the value he had, but I did say he will have problems at a worse team. Yeah. Doing those things in a worse team was far more costly. He, bl- mm. he bombed plenty of tries, throwing him over to sideline. For us last year, mm-hmm. and I saw a lot of Newcastle fans blaming Nathan Ross, but on one of them, Ross like played the ball infield at the tackle beforehand. Yeah, like he that's Moga's got to know that. Yeah, there were the, that's the, not on Ross. The no look pass where he gets tackled by Tedesco, he he knows that Ross has stopped running because they're wearing different coloured shirts to the other team. Yeah. He doesn't see him in his periphery. And then he throws a no-look pass to the touch judge. Yeah, he threw two balls over the side and another one he threw and they and they, and they intercepted and yeah. scored. Uh, mate, maybe look the maybe look at one of them. Ross. Ross dog came after came up to him afterwards and said, "I came inside," and he just looks at him like yeah. like a dog that's done the wrong thing. But that that was the problem we faced at the Broncos last year that he didn't pass off, and then when he did, he didn't look outside him. Yeah, and you know he'll have good games, he'll have good yardage for you, but I, I won't miss those issues. And I think no. Knights fans saw some of them this week. That yeah, don't hate Ross dog. Don't hate Ross dog. Well, they're going to get cop shit as a combination. And I think when you've got a new signing like Mogo, you try to make excuses for him, and mm. people were blaming Ross for some of those, but. How One of them, he could have been up there, and it would have been, he could have got a break and got away. But again, Mogo's got to look. Yep. <laughs> that's it. You've got to work on your combinations. Yeah, agreed. Caelan uh, Ponga was handy again, as always. I think that's what we're going to come used to that as well. But Good player. It was certainly a thud back to earth for, for Newcastle. And what, who have they got this week? They have St. The, George. <laughs> the Dragons, and they've got the Broncos at home. The Broncos aren't that great away. So they have the Dragons at uh, Wollongong Stadium. Wollongong, yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, do we want to do we want to smash out some news? No, do we wanna re- let's do uh, previews the next. Do we want to do previews now? Let's pick the game. Pick the game now. So All right, we've got a bit of news this week. You know, we do have a bit of news yeah. to get through. All right, Thursday night at Townsville, North Queensland versus Penrith Panthers. Bungard, <clears throat> Cowboys. Good game to get healthy for the Cowboys. There's yep. no Cleary for Penrith. They've got to figure it out. So, yeah, Cowboys at home. Cowboys by a few for me. Uh, good Friday. The traditional fixture at the Olympic Stadium, South Sydney versus Canterbury Backstown. Come on. Canterbury Backstown for me. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> you damn fool. South spy a lot. Uh, this one, I think, will be closer than that. Uh, but I'm going to pick South. Okay. Oh, it was close to picking the Bulldogs, but South will do it. Uh out at Cover Up Your Daughter's Field, Cronulla Sutherland versus Melbourne on Friday night. Uh, Cronulla play the, sh- uh, the the Storm well, but uh, I, I'm not going to back them in here. I'm going to take the Storm. Yeah, I'll take the Storm as well. Same. Uh, Saturday night at Moore Park, it's Eastern Suburbs versus New Zealand Warriors. Give me the Chooks. 
I want to pick the Warriors, but they've gone from Perth to New Zealand to Canberra. Won all those games with that travel. Don't know how that team's done that. They never I, really do. I wonder whether they're going to stay in the country this week. I don't know if they did or not, but then they're going to Sydney now. I just, I just can't back them with that much away from home mm. for them to win. So I'm taking the Chooks, unfortunately. Bungard? Yeah. Good. <laughs> Manly Warringah versus Canberra at Brookvale Oval on Saturday night. Uh, give me your prediction and a crowd. Well, neither of these teams make any sense. What would make sense in this game would be Manly at home to put a pounding on. Mm. That was what would make sense. Alas. Alas, Canberra are going to win. And the crowd? And the crowd, it's just, well, it's Easter. Mm. So they've all gone and off to the, and it's up I don't and, know, up the, the, the Hamptons. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm also going to say 11,000. Okay. 12,000. It's a night game. 637 and Manly will win. Uh, I'm going to say 10 and a half and Manly by a try. Uh, Alrighty, moving on to Sunday afternoon at, as we mentioned, Wollongong Stadium. Uh, mm. St. George Illawarra versus Newcastle. Give me St. George by 30 plus. They're going to keep rolling, baby. Newcastle will lose. <laughs> Boom. Wow. Will Speaking of face turn. Well, Tau Tau and Ross are taking on the less dominant edge of the Dragons, so they probably won't get abused as much, but yeah, we'll see. There'll be some work down there for Sione and Sean Kenny Dow. That, that, if, if you can get down to that game, it will be pumping. It'll be, it'll be a packed stadium. Are you yep. going? I'm working. Boo. It's unfortunate unfortunately. it's 4-10. I would, it would have been nice to have the, uh, I guess in pre-season, I didn't think this would be a biggish game, but it would be nice to have the 6.30 game on Easter. For yeah, true. Uh, Brisbane versus the Gold Coast, the South East Queensland derby at Lang Park on the... Easter Sunday a night. Lang Park game, not on a Friday. Mm. Outrageous. Yeah. So uh, the, the Titans have been brave in a few losses to the Broncos the last couple of years, despite the 54 nil last year. Have made some good changes, but I do, you know, and the Broncos have some injuries, but you can't back the Titans in this, surely. You, Broncos 13 you plus. Cannot. Yeah, Broncos 13 plus for we, me as yeah, well. Yeah, we've got Jonas Pierce and the Black Maranta back on the wing, and the Serbian Maranta's on the bench, so. Man, he sucked. He did. Uh, I'm hoping a, a Jerry Shibasaki will get his debut. He's in the 21 for the first time. That's what I'm hoping happens. There you go. Can't wait for him to get a run and make the Gold Coast look like Q-Cup players. <laughs> uh, and obviously, Easter Monday, we have one last game. West Tigers versus Parramatta at the Olympic Stadium in Sydney. Give me West Tigers by two points. Because uh, I don't know how to win by more I will that. be at the Easter show. I will decide on the day whether we'll walk over to this game. We mm. won't. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I, will, I still remember Spoiler. The, one, of, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen is we, because we usually go to this show Easter Monday, um, was this fixture. It was in last year, the year before. We're at this show while this game is happening, and I saw a guy oh, just like, rem- walking yep. around in an Eels jersey. Yeah. So like walking around the Easter show, looking at stuff while the Eels were playing. Next maybe, door. Yeah. Maybe he was. On a PR blitz, I need. I, I should have asked him. Well, I saw. Um, I regret like, it to this day. Yeah, it was outside a Roosters game like a week ago. Like the pub down the road is the guy in a Roosters jersey. I, can't mm. I was like, "What are you doing? Not, just go to the game." Well, actually, I found out how much the tickets cost. Probably four hundred ninety-nine dollars or something. He was when probably Nathan checking. His, he's probably checking. That was a bald in. non uh, tax on that one. That ticket he got there. He's probably checking <laughs> his <laughs> investment property. Yeah. Leave the man alone. Yeah. Uh, so that's the uh, that's the games for next week. That is. Uh, is that it? Yeah. I'm gonna. I didn't tick that one. Yeah, um, sorry, mate. I don't think I can, the, can the Tigers and Parramatta just score zero points? <laughs> they won't like scoring I will be points. betting the under. The under? What is the line? Is the line like 12 and a half? <laughs> they set well, for the total for points. For total yeah, points, points, yeah. Fuck. If it is, I might. What was that quote from last year? We could be out there for 11 years and we wouldn't have scored? That's yeah. what this game's going to feel yeah. like. Yeah. Um, 
Benji in doubt. Tui on the extended He'll bench. Play. He'll play. The Parramatta back line, not great. But yep. uh, uh, let's, let's go to Tigers. All right. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will, yes. Semi Rundrundra. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. Rundrundra. News time. So supposedly women play rugby league. They do. News to me. They do. There's a there's a few comps going around. There's I, the New South Wales Rugby League Women's Premiership. The South Wales first game. Sydney comp. Tasha Gale. I think, yeah. There's a Queensland cop. I think there's, there's a 70 comp. to 4 this weekend. I think the Bulldogs put on someone in that comp. Mm. And uh, now the NRL one's been announced. So, so if you were going to do this, potentially you would look <laughs> at all of those competitions and say, mm, there are a few teams that could play in this. You would not pick four teams. Uh, you, I don't sure? see how you can defend this. I, will, I wouldn't have picked four. I would like you to. I'm going to. Uh, well, firstly, the people who didn't know, the teams they picked were the Warriors, the Broncos... The Roosters, the Roosters, the Dragons, and there was two other bids that didn't win, and that mm-hmm. was South and the Sharks. Yep. And we all know everyone was expecting the Sharks to get there because they've been putting a women team together for a while. They have whatever, contracted players. They have a contract. They had the contract of the Australian captain. They've organised nines tournaments down there. They had one last year again. They've been putting time into it. But, you know, unfortunately, those things doesn't, don't mean your bid is the strongest bid. Yep. You know, having the Australian captain sign up does not mean your betterment for starting the league is, is stronger than, than the Dragons, for example. Mm. And I think they made the right call in Dragons versus Sharks, for example, if they were going to have four teams. Because, again, starting a comp from scratch, the last thing we need again is every single team thrown under a blanket. And yep. the Sharks, you know, yeah, big region, big rugby league region, but the Dragons are indisputably larger. Mm. Cogra to Wollongong. Then explain so. South Sydney... That's the one picked ahead of the Roosters. That's the one I don't understand, and people don't seem to care. I know, okay, but people aren't blowing up like they are about the Sharks one because the Sharks one again seem like the pioneers. Oh, but but it's, it's ridiculous to me. Like you've got one club that's very, very big on community engagement, rugby league heartland. A lot of like just a real like Redfern in that area is full of young well, women who would the, like to throw the footy there's around. There's the Redfern All Blacks is exactly. also a South team. And, and it's, yep. it's, it's baffling to me. The whole thing makes no sense. The, the, the main thing, I think the points were geographical distance. They didn't want all the teams in the same area, which is fine. And, and yet no team from Western Sydney. No Western Sydney team bid it, though. The, that was the yeah. thing. There should be a team there. I think if there was an option between uh, Sydney Roosters or Western Sydney team, they would have gone Western Sydney. For sure. But there wasn't an option. Yeah. And, uh, the other one they said as well is that the one I heard not from the NRL, I heard from Paul White, the Broncos CEO, talking about it, was that they didn't have a team already. And that's a weird thing to justify, but New South Wales Premier League, Women's Premiership, sorry, has the Roosters, sorry, has Rabbitohs, has Sharks, mm. has the Bulldogs, all those kind of teams in there already. So that was another justification is that they bring in four new teams and then in, in, in future to expand, to add, it's going to be easier to add those other teams to yeah, it, apparently. Which, so. I think... The point that was made today in the in the press release by well not necessarily the press release but press conference was that we get they need a hundred players yeah right I know there's only going to be what like six rounds but that plus finals but they need they need a hundred players well it's a round robin tournament I don't know how it works yet and at this point there's only to my knowledge contracted there's only say twenty five players from the New Zealand setup Mm twenty five players from the Queensland and New South Wales setups so you need to find probably another thirty to forty players. Mm Where do those players come from? Obviously, they come from these comps. I don't think going anything above 
for right now. I know I said earlier that you would probably start with more, but I can com- I can completely understand why they have only started with roughly a hundred players. Well, they they did say they, they again. I heard this from Paul White, not Todd Greenberg, but the strategy there was that they just didn't want to get it wrong, and they're only going to make mistakes anyway, and they didn't want to make go there, put four Sydney odd teams in again, and then start again. It's a Sydney comp with yeah. a team from Brisbane and, and a team from New Zealand again. And, and I think that they've looked at what has happened in AFLW. Mm-hmm. And there are not players of other sports. There are not hockey roos. There are not Matildas. There are not, you know, AFLW players who are going to come or and play rugby league yeah. or cricketers mm-hmm. who are going to come and play rugby no, league because point. they're completely different games. Of course, you could get somebody like Charlotte Catholic or yeah, from some, the of the, some of the union yeah, I, players. But I reckon we will eventually see a few of them come across and, if there's more money, and I will, there will be. I, I think there will be as well. Like Super, Super W is going well at the moment. Obviously, there are some teams handing out shellackings, but like those players play club rugby in, week in, week out. They're not... Mm. They're not playing cricket during the summer or the W League during the summer and then going and playing rugby union. Yeah, That is important to know when you have only 100 spots up for grabs. These are going to be rugby league players. It, yeah. It's I, quite funny to me just how much the AFL doing this really forced the hand of both the rugby teams. It's sort yeah. of like none of these sports realised women existed like 18 months ago. With the W just, League and the Stars have been... Chugging along for you know the, yeah, the WNBLs existed for and the WNBL, forty sorry, years. Yeah. I don't know. That's again a different comp, and it's not really. Although there are obviously the the AFLW's MVP from last year was a basketball player, mm-hmm. um, but they just don't take knowledge. They don't take notice of the fact that women play these games too. No, and they haven't done for the last. 110 and now years. Now suddenly the AFL did it and then seemingly both well, the rug- AFL, rugby codes were just like, oh shit. The AFL did invent women's sport. They did. Well, and the AFL, well, they actually done. brought this forward three years. They had that exhibition game and it went yeah. so well they brought it forward. So the NRL didn't plan this year either but I think after last year's AFLW that it was like, oh shit, better do something soon. So are they going to play the first game of this at Birchgrove Oval? <laughs> I don't know. And then we'll kick AFL off it's, it. It's, yeah, but it's played over the, I think it starts in the NRL finals. It starts, so that's mm. what that's, uh, but Maybe that, that's to hope to get more crowds when there's less games going. Yeah. I don't know if that's what it is for those games. But yeah, I would rather they start too small than start too big. Mm. We've made that mistake before. And it, the Sharks have 100% a reason to feel hard done by, but they'll have a te- there will be a team there yeah. for them eventually. It's not, no, you're not in the comp. It's mm. just unfortunate that the Dragons in the same area. Also, the Dragons have been putting things in women's rugby league as well. It's not like they weren't, they were playing those games against the Sharks as well. Yeah, and I know, you know that... They've got ambassadors sign up, like Kezi Apps themselves as well. Well, that know? was going to be my next point, is that Kezi Apps is from... She's from Bega, which I know it isn't necessarily... Yeah. It's not in the Illawarra, it's on the Sapphire Coast. But, like, Ruin mm. Sims grew up in Jerringong, which is in the Illawarra. They've got a much bigger geographical reach, and the area is rugby league mad. And that's not yep. to say that Cronulla and the Shire is not, but it's just that there are... F- there are physically mm. a potential for more players to well, come from that area. I've got a story for you boys. Anyway, the Cronulla can take inspiration for this. So let me take you back to 1976. Mm. Okay. Flint, Michigan. Recording artist slash owner slash coach slash power forward, Jackie Moon. And his Flint Tropics faced destruction when the ABA merged with the NBA. <laughs> only, four, in, only four ABA teams were to survive. The four were the best record. So much like Cronulla, only four. Mm. Only four teams are making the move. Did Jackie Moon and the boys just roll over and take it? No, they did not. Jackie Moon trailed his washing machine to, conduct to the Kentucky Colonels for Ed Monix, former Boston Celtics point guard, now alcoholic. Through Ed Monix's form and a string of desperate stunts, Jackie Moon and the boys rallied their way to fifth place. Before the big battle for fourth with the San Antonio Spurs, much like Cronulla, they were told Flint, Michigan was a big enough market for the NBA. They were forced to trade star player Clarence Withers to the Spurs for him to realise his NBA dream, much like the Sharks had to trade away Rowan Sims. Did this make the Jackie and the boys roll over? 
It did not. They fought till the end. They beat the Spurs in a moral victory at the buzzer, 18, 118, 117. Now, moral victories is something the Sharks are incapable of. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm suggesting is that Cronulla and the, and the girls do is trade their used washing machine for Kezia, sorry, for Alana Ferguson from Channel 9, sorry. Yep. Uh, rally the troops from Rowan, take down Kezia and the Dragons, one-on-one at Ramonda Stadium, and ultimately gain no entry into the women's NRL competition. <laughs> it's a great idea. <laughs> that, that's funny. They are Jackie Moon and the boys. They are just, also uh, semi-pro. What's this, what was your song? Love Me Sexy? That's a, not a bad song. That's good. Good, uh, good, synop- <laughs> good synopsis. Tough to argue. Look, I, I, I think, the moral I think, it's, really. I think <laughs> it's impossible to argue. Anyway, I so, make a good point. So, uh, look, they were, it's not that they were always going to cock this up, but people were always going to accuse them of cocking oh, it right. up. Don't start me. People, NRL you know, fans hate the NRL. That's it. Like, as, as, as we said off, Mike, you know, you said this best. The NRL could pay people to go to games and they'd still complain. Yeah, like, uh, there was that Nathan Ryan started the discussion this week on that $39 ticket. Let's not even get into that ticket, but fans jumped on the back of it and went nuts. Uh, Roosters tickets are the cheapest of any SCG trust team. Any team that plays up there, they're cheaper than the Swans, they're cheaper than mm. Sydney FC. Yep. Simple. The NRL made ANZ ticket general admission capped at 20 bucks this year. No one's given credit for that. A family is 40 bucks GA at ANZ or Allianz. Yep. You could buy $5 tickets at the gate at the Roosters game which were there before the women's game earlier. So mm. the, the, the uh, op- opener. There was $10 games tickets again on sale this week for the Roosters games. Yep. That's... Which- there's t- the tickets are cheap now. I think there's, the, no more, there's, there's no more excuse. I think the five dollar ticket before before the women's game is a great yeah, call, and it's something the awesome. FFA should yeah, be looking into. They and, definitely should. And yeah, because someone bought a thirty nine dollar ticket at the gate, that's not cheap. But there was options. Yeah, <laughs> the games should have got there before the women's game. Mate. Campbelltown again, seventeen fifty is fine. Yeah, for GA. it's forty dollars for a family. Yeah, just get exactly to have, right. you know, and that's. Yeah, that's and if you don't have a family, borrow someone else's. Yeah, or go yeah. with someone yeah, else's. Yeah. You know, exactly right. There are heaps, or, of, peop- heaps yeah. of people in Newcastle that would have borrow- let you in. Yeah, <laughs> that's would. it. They let you into the, their home, treat you as one of their own. Yeah, sometimes Real to your to sometimes to there. your detriment, but alas, we move on. <laughs> anyway, speaking of regional areas, should we be taking clubs to regional areas, Mitch? No. Can't no. You just- Every time we go to a wait, can we send the roosters to Perth? <laughs> oh, you missed the drop. You missed the drop. <laughs> no. Play it again. I love it every time we go to a country or regional area. We love it. Though we love it. <sighs> so, uh, country New South Wales. Worst I, idea. Look, uh, it's a terrible idea. It, it is. The pro- problem is the Campo is going to punch me in the back of the head. He's going to reach in the door and slap <laughs> me around. But people forget that New South Wales is enormous. And people do not necessarily associate. Uh, th- they think that this is like just putting another team in, I don't know, Katoomba. It, it, yeah. I can't Country City country is great Happy days Let it let it be Take the team to Perth Or Logan or Ipswich Or wherever ha- Whatever Mate uh, yeah It's a uh, Travelling team Terrible idea Yeah <laughs> like, A team that didn't have a home ground Travels around the country Every week And people ran with it somehow Like Well they firstly have no home base Yeah And what we know about rugby league Is that travel Equates to success Yeah I mean And and it also equates to fans loving it. And you can't fly to the other home grounds. You have to get the bus everywhere. Yeah. So they would, they'd have no home base. They'd get yep. the bus everywhere. And they can't even like do a thing, or oh, we'll give them three games in a row and like with one sta- like, you know, at home so they can recover from travel. Mm. They can't go like Bathurst and then they'll go play Benbega, <laughs> whatever. It, it, is, it is a bizarre idea. Like for me, surely the best thing would be like you put a team in Wagga, which is mm. the biggest team, biggest... Uh, town off the eastern seaboard, 
in in the country. You put a town, team in Wagga. It's fifty. It's fifty thousand people, and the idea is that people drive there. It's just. It's not. It does. It's not going to work. Rugby league is a business. Yeah, the country cities are dying in general. Yeah, that's not rugby league's fault. That's what happening to the country. People are moving more metro. They just yeah. are. Let's not give the country rugby league team. Let's just do this. Yeah. Let's just visit them every couple of games. Yeah. The dumbest Whatever. fucking idea. It is. <laughs> Mate, but bush footy. Bush, but bush what footy. about grassroots bunga? But bush footy. <laughs> Will this they is be the... called the like CRL nomads or some bullshit? Yeah, the, the globetrotters. Or Jesus <laughs> Christ. What, what's, no. the country, what's the country rugby team? Country Eagles? The kids ARC team? It's uh, terrible, terrible Just idea. Just bad idea. Blo- uh, Let's blo- not do that. Blocker yep. pumping it today. <laughs> Mate, shut yeah. up. And one thing we'll move on, the penalty whinging this, this week. Just people, numbers reference, thinking the penalties are all blown out. So the first three rounds, 17.5 penalties average per game. The last five years, first three rounds, 15.5 penalties average per game. Oh, but it's killing the game. Two more penalties mate. a game, just deal with it. Yep. There's a lot more offside penalties, but they've just gone some, somewhere to elsewhere. They're mm. not killing the game. The player's not playing by the fucking rules that's causing penalties. If you took out anywhere. incorrect play the ball penalties, that number's probably like identical. Yeah, it's... They're, it's, they're it's like cracking down on play the balls. That's yeah, it. it's stupid yeah. that it's all the referees for. Or the, tell the referee to put the, 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 the whistle on his pocket players inside the game. Okay, let the players go offside when they feel like it. Genius idea. Let them be offside the whole time. Yeah, let him let him just play tunnel ball again. This is great stuff. Alrighty, we had do have some news. Dylan Pythian released over drugs. That's all there is to say. Don't take drugs um, unless you're doing it recreationally on the weekend. He was, and you're not a rug- <laughs> and you're not a rugby league player. Okay, yeah. Uh, They're just right. go to the places to do it if you're a rugby league player. You know, yeah. Well, <laughs> just uh, just wait till the off season. Yeah, yeah. Go, go to Bali. Yeah. <clears throat> Mm. That was a good sound. I agree. Good work, Dale. The I agree. will enjoy that. I should start eating on the podcast again. Don't do that. Probably sounds better no. than that. <laughs> it might sound better than that. That's yeah. My apologies. Uh, Manly. Cheats. Yes. Uh, probably <laughs> they, they cheated right and they're going to get the least heat of any cheat recently because they didn't get points taken off mm. them. And I don't... Because there's no points going, I haven't cared enough to go and re- read up as much as I can on it, but essentially Joe Kelly's got a year suspension. Yep. Uh, Bob Fulton would have to reapply if he wanted to get back in there. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens to Trent Barrett. They lose. He was given. He was given a warning. But given yeah. a warning. But six hundred and sixty k over the next two years out of the cap. I think split over two years. Three hundred k out of the cap is like a Darcy Lussick. So, so whatever. not really it's a nothing. loss. It's not really. They haven't really lost that much. But yeah, they're, 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 they've got allowed them to get rid of Bob Fulton. Probably did him a favour. Mm. And Joe Kelly got uh, punted at the uh, at the Roosters. He was the Roosters CEO now. Yep. And who was the last guy who got caught cheating? Uh, the Parramatta bloke. He was also at the Roosters after they got done cheating. Put it two and two together, people. Mm. Mm. <laughs> get, you're definitely going to get four. Um, yeah. I, look, just where would you where would you put this on a list of you know this to say ball tampering? Which <laughs> <laughs> sure it's more of a national disgrace. <laughs> I would say I'd say probably ball tampering. The more manly cheat, the more people hate them. The better rugby yeah. league is. That's all yeah. we want. Anyway, England versus New Zealand in Denver. People, the NRL don't want it. Why do the NRL hate rugby league, Bungard? I don't know, man. That stadium's dope, by the way. Yeah, and and also it's like pr- it's it's lower like in terms of altitude and stadium. Sorry, I said that at- stadium. I assume they're playing at the Denver Broncos. They're yeah. playing at my yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Like, well, but it's at lower out. They're bringing about the altitude and play injuries. It's like lower altitude than games in played in England. And yeah. also like last year during the international window, England happily flew here and played a game. We yeah. were we were fine with it. Yeah, just bring the English players over. Just give them fatigue. But God forbid our players go overseas. Mm. The self interest is bizarre, and people think. But Wayne Bennett self interested. He's the one who wants to go over there. Yeah, the, him it, and Sam Burgess ripped in yesterday. Yeah, supposedly the RLPA are completely in favour of it. All of the New Zealand players, all of the England players, all of the staff, everybody's happy Everyone's except happy. the NRL. They want to play it. Like, yeah, it's it's going to be a big issue in terms of the battle between the NRL and and the players. They want to go. 
and I don't get why they don't let them ha- doesn't let it happen. Like the international game is at a, at a point now it can grow even more. There was a great World Cup. We've got those island nations or whatever, and it's a good time to go to America because there's fucking nothing happening. And the USA is hosting the World Cup. Yes. Why they don't want it to happen, I don't know. It's it's a grass. They hate fun. It's a grass yeah. field. It's not artificial turf. It's a big stadium. It's a relatively friendly time zone for yeah. both people. They're meeting in the and, middle. And Just Sam Burgess said. He's where he could injure any time he goes on the field. That's the risk they take. They want to go there. Yep. So they want to come here and play in the pack test. The English players want to go there as well. And yep. Denver's just an awesome place. And they want to grow the game. It's, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous that like Bennett went to pre- PNG in the preseason, right? That was fine. But they blocked the Broncos playing Penrith at Hawaii a couple of years ago as well because yeah, it was an international that. window. Yep. Now there's an international window and a team still can't fucking go there. Mm. I don't know. If any of these players indulge in, you know... The uh, the wacky tobacco, as uh, Andy Harper would there, say, so. it's legal. Does that still count as a performance enhancing? <laughs> Where does Wada sit? Uh, now we know why they want to go there. Yeah, now we know it. <laughs> now we're in. So when do they play at the Amsterdam Arena? Is what I really want to. Anyway, Bennett, mate. <laughs> speaking <laughs> speaking of pain killing drugs, uh, we should discuss. There are a few injuries this week. Um, there were shitloads of injuries this week. Nathan Cleary is the big one for me. Um, he's going to be out for 10 weeks with a grade Mate, 3 MCL tear. Mitch Pierce re- uh, Redemption 75 for Origin. Yeah, please, God, no. <laughs> um, Corey Oates is out with a hip injury. Tavita Pango Jr. has a hamstring injury. Yeah. Malachi Wateni is a Lesniak. He was named. Yeah. Just two, did Phil broke his collarbone? Yep. Oh, George Talfua broke his collarbone. Uh, Connor Watson has a dislocated shoulder. He's yeah. going to be out for a while, which is a shitty injury. Yeah, I don't know if they had the surgery, but it was three months if he had it. Yeah. Um, Hayne, French, and Evans are all injured for Parramatta, although that's probably in their best personal interest. Yeah. Any other major injuries we can think of? Sam Thiday looked like he'd just come out of school <laughs> after, after a big test. No, that, that's he all, was, that's he all was I can cooked. think of. Um, that's about it in the injury department. Anything else? Nope. No more news. Good stuff. Are you serious? We're going to have any questions. So uh, we've got a few regional area questions this week, but I feel like I almost take them seriously for once because... It was yeah. in the news. It, it was, was in the news. news. Uh, first question, at Danger underscore Anger. What is the seating capacity of a ground under to be classified as a regional area? Uh, if it has three hills, it's a regional area. Three hills. Yep. Three That's hills. not a bad shout, actually. Square, uh, square crossbar. Regional area. Okay. The 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 goalpost at Toowoomba this week. Fantastic. Fantastic. I was it was like for being a at a kids' ground. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say ten. I would I would also say if the food stands are all ice cream trucks, it's a regional area. But Brookvale has ice cream trucks. Well, they, they actually wait. Hang on, I take it back. Yes. Or yes. or they have they have to have a barbecue. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's like but it's not an FFA Cup ground if there's not Chavapi or That's Suva true. or and they charge like six dollars and the 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 uh, what's the Bourgeois, like you and I, will yeah. pay that $6. Yeah, we will. At I'm what seven, can blockers commentary get a run for drop it like a ton? <laughs> My God, I wish there was a red button. I've said this, just... red to wish you weren't dead. <laughs> you know, the, his, his, his stuff is not it's, good. It's so, brutal. So I found a, uh, a, a wow uh, projector is connected to an auxiliary cord to a speaker, and I found the just right level of putting the auxiliary <laughs> cord in just to hear the crowd. The commentary drops out. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Blocker only doing one game was great. Matty Nable doing no games also great. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, okay. Good uh, NRL Physio says, what's the one thing that if it happened would mean you were done with rugby league forever? Somebody sandpapered the ball. Well, that thing already <laughs> happened when I was nine. Yeah. Uh, and it, 
when Southall kicked out of the comp. But it wasn't forever then. It wasn't. They came back. It was for a little while. Well, yeah, they came back. You're fair, fair weather rugby league fan. Apparently. Yeah, um, yeah I think Broncos getting kicked out would be... I don't even know I'd be done with it forever either. It'd be a little while. But I don't, there's gotta, I don't know what could make me be done with rugby league. This, what if Blocker had to commentate every game? I guess oh, well, I'd just go deaf. <laughs> That's a choice you can make. I'll, I'll, you know, rugby league's entrenched in my life. It's my work and it's my yeah. a lot of my time off as well. So yeah, um, it you know, it, it it's it's going to stay. It's going to stay. <laughs> it's here to stay. It it's is. been here for the last hundred and ten years. At Josh Robbo forty four, back to his best. Does the decision to not call an obstruction on the first mm-hmm. Bulldogs try on Friday night set the precedent uh. for players to take a dive instead of trying to keep defending? Yes. Uh, yes, but they did admit the call was wrong. So, but again, the call, the call had to be made. It did. Like, so on, in the play, they obviously sent it upstairs. I am uh, worried it will start setting a precedent for diving. I think they call it staging, staging. like in the AFL. Yeah, staging can't be diving. That's for, that's for Sheila's wogs and poofters. People will call plays soft, but at some point, mate, you got to do it. And you're not going to get a call unless you go down. Like in some instances, you are yep. just not going to get a call unless you fall down. Uh, at Billy Ace ninety nine, should the Broncos wear black this week in memory of the Titans? Hmm. I'll leave that there. I'm not that's, against the black Broncos jersey. Carries. That would be it. Would be nice. I would like it. Black version of that. This of the diamonds. Mm. Mm. They're very good. Okay, at Frankie underscore nineteen eighty seven. With all the hubbub around referees and the like, how did you feel when Kansas played his record game? It was great. Three sixty one played. Three sixty one reft. It was a great. Look good on him. Kansas. I say he's he is. I mean, he that should make him an immortal while we're playing. <laughs> I legitimately said that last week, and I stand by it. Uh, Frankie, back again. In the light of Steve, in in, in brackets, Cam Smith, encouragement of alleged cheating, what's the worst you blokes have ever done to win a game? And he can only assume Bungard has done something terrible, like caught elbows or toes over the line when they weren't. Well, maybe your mate shouldn't have put his toes on the line when he was shooting a free throw. Okay, so we have anything? Any any cheating? This didn't win us the game. We were already winning like 5 0, but. Mm. um, So I got. I I, I felt contact in the box, went down Mm. as. As we just discussed, got to mm. go down. No whistle, but you know how footballers often do that thing at every level when, like you, you feel like you've been fouled and you sort of just like pick the ball up as after you hit the yep. ground, yeah, and you assume Made that the, the whistle will come. Yep. I do that. Still no whistle. Mm. I look around. Still nothing. Uh, so I throw the ball ten meters to my mate who taps it in, and then the referee awards the goal. He missed all of the preamble. Where was he looking? I don't know, but I threw the ball to someone else, and he scored. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, I had a gamma refereed once, and you know, you just do drop ball. Like, there was a ball kicked out for injury, and we were just doing the drop ball, and I dropped it in front of the other team's strike and kicked it back to the keeper. He scored instead. He went on, per- like, he apparently was oh. his first year playing soccer. Oh, okay. And so, like, he just, like, the defender was just watching him. He ran past him and banged it into the net. And then everyone looking at everybody, it's like, well, he's, he he's, hasn't broken a law. He scored the goal. He, I just, ha- he broke sportsmanship. Yeah. Like, Did then, the other team let you then, score? No, well, I was refereeing, and I went back and I said to them, you should probably let them score and return. They, they didn't. So it obviously got very heated from there. Wow. That, that was bad cheating from that team, even though, like, once the goal went in, their team should have let him back in. I saw that. That but, happened in a grand final that I was watching my mates mm. were playing, and exactly the same thing. Like, the guy knew the rules. He was just, like, the team fuckwit. Yeah. And he did that and, like, started celebrated like a madman as well. And then the rest of his team just, like, let, like scored no goal after the kickoff. But, yeah, but I've cheated mm. in every game I've ever played, like, of, yeah. of, of, oh, of yeah. rugby league or, of, or football or anything. League, I used to even just do small things. I was a massive time waster. Like, because you had, you had the game had to finish. 
Yam had to finish because yeah. he had another game starting after you. If you're, if you're ahead by a try with a minute to go in Union League, I used to just, as a front rower, you just sit down when a scrum was getting. Oh made. man, I, could, I put yeah, on some time wasting yeah. clinics in Always. because there's no there's no stoppage time in Park Soccer. Yeah, so I like, kick the ball into the next next yeah. oval if you had to. Um, as Mr. Burns said, why should we be? Why should we use only the gifts God gave us? Yeah. Cheating is the gift man gives himself. Yeah, and plenty of areas. dodgy stuff in the bottom of rucks in Union. Anyway, yeah. Dale, you got any cheating stories? Uh, not cheating, but oh, come I, on. I, I am also one for the for the niggle. I the do niggle. like corners standing in front of goalkeepers and then crossing yeah. my arms and making them push me to get a foul. <laughs> yep. Always good. Also, uh, in free kicks, standing on people's toes. Yeah. yeah. Well, mate, park referees make Oh, my favourite's the arm lock, where you lock arms yeah. with the, the, the attacker when, so you can't when run you're away in the, from you I, while you're I got, fa- I got fouled last year playing against... Uh, I won't name them. Uh, it's not defamation, but I just don't want to die. Um, so we played against this team, and I was in the wall, and I moved away from the wall, and like broke as the free kick was ta- being taken, and the bloke obviously didn't like me, and he just clattered me in the shins as I yeah. ran into the penalty area, and we got a penalty out of it. There it was the go. dumbest foul I've ever seen. <laughs> like, like I wasn't even near the ball; it was fifteen yards away, and he still kicked me. Anyway, nothing major, nothing that I can. Yeah, think I remember of. a couple of years ago, I was the defender at a corner, and we we're playing this particularly feisty team, angry men, always angry men. Yeah. And it always is. It's the getting away from the family and, and it was work. Like, it was like two minutes into the game. Two, this huge, like six foot five, whatever Italian guy I'm marking. Hairy man, big muscles, whatever. Mm. I didn't even touch him at this point, but I got in his vicinity and he told me to fuck off and elbowed me in the, fa- in, the, in the mouth. I hit the ground. I'm split open. Blood everywhere. Referees are like, I didn't see it, so nothing happened. It's yeah, I like, always love that it's like, one. Oh, okay, yeah, I did this myself. <laughs> I decided to split my face open down from the bottom of my lip on my own. Yeah. Genius. Park referees are the goddamn words. They are. <laughs> I've never seen a straight red for like a bad foul, but I've seen a, like dozens for swearing. Swearing at the ref. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say this. Cheating is acceptable, but if you phantom touch at touch 40, you're a scumbag yeah. and you're going to hell. Uh, at Pete Fulcher, what round does its only round X stop being excused? Should the new women... Oh, it's first one question. Not two questions. Oh, like, like oh, seven, don't six. worry about the Raiders yet. It's only round three. Six. Uh, uh, six, I, six, I, think, I, six. I think round four or five is when it really starts happening. Uh, so it's a, qu- a quarter all the way into the season for mine. Yeah. They even though we've seen teams turn around for playing terrible half mm-hmm. the year. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, his next question said, should women's comp take games to regional areas? Well, they are. They are. Mm. At the underscore Gamak, who's better at using their bench? Ricky Stewart or Tom Thibodeau? Oh, that's a hard one. They're both very bad at it. At least Tibbs gives minutes to his starters, his best players. Yeah, but too many. Like they're too up many. forty in a blowout, and he's playing Jimmy Butler like forty-one minutes. Yeah, it's great. That's great, and, and he's still playing all that. <laughs> he's got Nemanja Bjelica now playing forty minutes a game without Jimmy Butler out. Uh, I'm gonna say Tibbs is still better at using his bench. Yeah, Ricky, you'd rather use your best players too much than not yeah. enough. You rather bring them on when the game matters rather than just watching the game fade away. Mm. <laughs> uh, Eddie NZ. Can the downward spiral of Fox's NRL coverage be traced back to a single event? Or has it been a death of a thousand hyperbolic cuts? I like that second thing he said. Yeah. Second one. We, I mean, we talked about this. There's no catalyst for it. No, it agreed. It's every year, though. Yeah. My, my thought is that they've just got to fill content. And they they need to get people on there who think before they speak. Yeah. But like the sh- the shows the spin like the shows the shows the are fine the shows are fine yeah, yeah. it's just the on get in game post game in game coverage terrible. you don't you don't have to speak let the pictures speak for themselves watch this Richie Beno said Richie Beno said it best if you don't have anything to add that improves the pictures don't speak yeah you know if you're whether it's McKennis Kamali's obviously not as bad but Blocker 
I don't need to be told to watch the replay. Watch the television. I'm watching. I'm a captive audience for Christ's sake. And, and, and if you can't add to the replay other than just saying what happened, that's when you shut up. Yeah. If you can't add something, some insight to the replay, just shut up. Again, go watch actual broadcasters in America. You know, and go watch in NFL and a Super Bowl a lot of time. The team will win. It'll be quiet for a minute. Yeah. They'll shut up. Big shot in the NBA. You'll get the bang in the playoffs. He saves his fastball in the playoffs. He'll go bang when they hit it and then shut up. Yeah. Because don't, you don't need to say things. Celebrations mm. and stuff, they, they Look speak Look at that. He puts his feet just behind the three-point line. Yeah. Takes the shot and right and, through the cylinder. And, <laughs> and that's called a basket. <laughs> okay. Wow. B-A-S-K-E-T. Beautiful shot. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's the Steph Curry of the... Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> exactly damn right. That's it. We don't need that kind of stuff. No. Yeah. Get just, it out. Just but, chill. Uh, Michael Darren, 79. One, how do Allianz and ANZ compare to other stadia you visited around Australia? Okay, in what regard? Do we want to, what um, do we want to do this? In? I once went into a bin. <laughs> All right, I will say, uh, so getting there. Okay, transport. Is ANZ the... It's, it's, for a major stadium, it's the worst that I've yeah. been to. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's Rabina's right doesn't count as a major, I don't think, up at, but that's the level of bad ANZ Cam- is. Canberra Stadium for public transport is an absolute shit show. Oh, if that counts as a major, that's that's worse. I've yeah. never been there. Sorry. Canberra's actually worse. Yeah, because there's no, obviously there's no trains and everybody goes, they, everybody's turning right onto the road to go to the stadium and all the buses are there, so that's all the public transport stuck in traffic. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, Allianz isn't much better. You've got to get that bus. But for me, yeah, the, the Allianz is adding the light rail soon. Yeah, Allianz has got the better. light rail. It's that awkward distance from the city that you've got to like, it's yeah. like a 20 minute walk You can't, really, you can't have like a nice walk there It's yeah. an actual hike It's brutal um, for, um, it, I think best? I think that central Campbelltown's the best I think the Moore Park Is actually the same distance well, the from right there fr- I think Moore Park's The same yeah, distance uh, from um, Suncorp's similar Central yeah, is Suncorp's good. Amy is Suncorp's good Amy, Obviously Amy and Suncorp New, are great. Newcastle is just down From Broadmeadow Station If I remember correctly and You're right ample Pickles. parking There is ample parking At All around Road. And you can go God to West Leagues Pickles Brother Um I don't think they compare favorably in terms of anything other than facilities and... No, correct. You don't think they compare favorably in terms of facilities? More Park facilities. Oh, no, More Park's dreadful, but ANZ... ANZ's okay. Although, big problem, don't sell cider. That is a problem. ANZ's okay Mm. facilities. Yeah, but I don't think anywhere's knocking it out of the park. That was the thing. I don't think they're particularly great. I'm not like, whoa, look at these. Obviously, compared to Suncorp and Amy, they're terrible. Yeah, Yeah. I don't think they count in this question. No, he just said that. He said around Australia. He said Australia. Oh, I thought it was like the, but like park grounds. No, he just said Aliens and Aliens. Oh, in that case, no, Amy and Suncorp are streets ahead of. Yeah, the the MCG shitloads better as well. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, you said stadia in the end. So MCG facilities might be the best of all of them. The bars the are SC, fantastic. The SCG is pretty good as well, even though it's a little it cramped. Is, it is. But a lot of the bars of the MCG are great, mm-hmm. and um, Suncorp's decent facilities. But because the MCG is a, a, a stadium made to host people for a whole day, yeah. there's more things that put more yeah. things to do with it. Simply. And also, it's basically four stadiums on top of one another. And, and for ANZ to be a stadium that hosted the Olympics, there's still fuck all good stuff in it for yeah. a thing that hosted the Olympics. And there's so much space there, too. There is. Like, it's a and you walk it's around the outside if you go and like, go and see someone at half-time that's sitting on the other side of the stadium, whatever, and you walk through, and there's just there's just so much sparseness. Yeah. And, I, and I understand they have their owner contracts and agreements about food stores and whatever, whatever. But there's literally room there to put food t- tents all the way through the there's, stadium. They're outside the stadium. There's yeah, room put those in the stadium. They've been throughout the game. The big smoker that's out the, fr- out the front when you walk in from the train station, you could park one of them 
end to end around the whole ground, you would fit probably 300 yeah. in. And I, I know, again, there's probably rights of ground to those things, right? Of but they, outside the stadium, at some point, when you get your next food contracts up or something, put them in the stadium. Yeah. Just let people set the tents up in there. And whatever it kills the concession, that kills your own money, makes a better experience. Yeah. And people are more likely to go and spend their money, even if, even if the, sta- I know the stadium wants the money because well, they like, want it for the concessions. Even there. Stadium, Shit, I'm not going to. Yeah. Stadium, just keep, the, keep your food and beverage drinks. But if someone buys food, then if, if I go there and I, I now buy food from a food truck that yeah. wasn't there previously, I'm going to buy a drink. Me too. Which yeah. I never, as you said, I never buy food there. Only time I get food there, so I go to the media box and steal it. Yeah. That's it. Correct. That, that's the only time I get food there. Uh, what okay. is the media food like there? Uh, there, it's fine. Best is Blue Tongue. Uh, Parramatta's really good, but it's gone now. But they have like free ice creams and everything. You just go through and pick like magnets and stuff. I was going to say, Parramatta, I felt like such a like cheapskate. Like, as I was leaving, just put like 10 drinks in my backpack. Yeah. They, they, had, like, they had like curry and stuff when I was yeah. at Parramatta. And um, that was like sitting like a bo- like actually going yeah. to a box. Otherwise, other media places on just get sausage rolls. I only went to Blue Tongue like once, but they had like fish and stuff. It was yeah. great. Oh, it makes sense. Um, mm. The next question for Michael Darren. Think back to Benji and Golden Point. Is it a better tactic to attempt a field goal 40 minute out, tackle five, or kick strategically? I hate long field goals. Well, his kick to the corner that almost pinned the Broncos down was a fantastic kick. Unfortunately for the Tigers, they, the fence was just leaking so many metres at that point. Yeah. It didn't stop us rolling upfield, but fantastic kick. I and we, was, and we were, yeah. when we were there, we said that's a great kick. Like yeah. they, should have, they should have pinned well, the Broncos down four tackles well, in their Well, he's kicked a 50 metre field goal in the, in the past before, if you remember. It was off like one step. Yeah. And when he first grabbed it, I thought, Jesus, he's going to do it. But no, he made the right kick. And I actually don't think many teams take those deep field goals anymore unless they really have to because no. of the seven-tackle rule. Yes. They used to all take those terrible attempts from 45 out and shank them and whatever. But the last real big field goal I remember is Milford's 45-meter one or whatever against the, the Cowboys in, in 2016. On Good Friday. Yeah. So um, that, that's the last real big one I remember. But yeah, I hate massive field goal attempts. Uh, Josh Robbo again. Outside of Mitch's answer of Griffin, is Ricky Stewart the biggest coach forward in the NRL and yeah. is Jack White the biggest forward of a fullback? Yes. Yes and yes. I agree on Jack White being the biggest fraud because people still think he's good. So he's a fraud. Uh, Ricky Stewart. Yeah, like I could I could throw Garth Brennan in there already as well. Yeah. The oh, fact I... that they re-signed like Morgan Boyle and whatever, young promising prop playing well last year, then put people like Leonie Latzo and Bryce Cartwright in front of them just because they played at Penrith. Terrible decision. And then also you've seen how they played already. Yeah. They don't think he looks great either. Uh, next question. Paul Mack underscore 78. It's round 10. Doyle's Warriors undefeated on top of the ladder. How many teams suddenly adopt the Warriors meditation methods? I actually think it's a really good. The, the other thing that I really like is the 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 huddle, which yep. they've they've obviously brought in. They brought that in from the All Blacks, I believe. Yeah, the breathing uh, from Kieran Reid. And yeah. the All Blacks, I don't know if you know this, <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, but they could they could mutually masturbate in that circle, the huddle after every try and still well, be a good team. Teams I mean, aren't going to copy that. I mean, having watched enough All Blacks games, it does feel like that a little bit. Well, the Kiwis do that when they watch those games. I tell you what, some of the commentators on on, on our channels do as well. But yeah. you're right. Um, I I like it. What what else do you have to lose? They do um, yoga and Pilates well, and all that kind of stuff now. So it's a copycat league. People, if they keep winning, teams will copy it. That's the league. What this is like. It's like now this year, everyone's trying to shift really early because the Storm did it last year. It's like, yeah. well, yeah, it's a copycat league. That's what it always will be. When the good teams are doing something, everyone else will go, that, oh, fuck, we better do that. That's why they don't ever turn into good teams because the good teams is doing the next thing, usually by that point. Um, V8 Tiger. It's only round four. What would you say? The West Tiger is now more likely to make the eight or to run 16th. One or the other. Well, if I had to pick one of the other, I'm just going to say make the eight. Make uh, the breaking eight. news. Rick Stone sacked the Huddersfield. Oh, what a breaking news. Terrible yep. coach. Yep. So, oh, there's, there's something for, for you guys on him. So, I know people, I don't want to make this a Wayne Bennett Newcastle thing, but anyway, this year, if they still had Mullen, 
Hogginson and Jake Mamo, they were set to make up two point eight million dollars of the Knights cap. That's so much money. They are paying Kalen Ponga less money than they were paying Jake Mamo. That's not people wins, about, people wins about the, the Callum Ponga deal. <sighs> yeah, so that's what, that's a contract he'd signed there, so I'm not surprised he got punted. Uh, Miss underscore S triple eight. Tom Brady tampering with balls. Steve Smith tampering with balls. Are we going to see a resurgence in the squirrel grip? <laughs> my my, I think the the thing that's come out lately about this whole Warner thing. Uh, I don't know if Smith actually did anything. I feel like as a uh, there's a theory. I out feel there like now he's been hoodwinked. I feel like there's a theory out there that might be correct. Is that when Bancroft got caught? Fear, Smith didn't think it was as bad of a thing as, as it is and just yeah. said, oh, the, uh, we told him, there's a group told and him And not to just it. that, but like all of the players who had done it in the past, because Faf Duplessis had been caught doing this twice. Yeah. Um, Atherton did it during an Ashes t- uh, series. Like, it's bad. D- yeah. It's cheating. Like, I'm, I'm not... But it's not, it's not spot fixing. It's not yeah. turning on the pitch. It's mm. not, you know, it's not the... It's not the end of the world. It's still cheating, though. But, like, I don't think that they realised what a big deal this was. Like, no. Co- I was talking at work about this, and I said, after they were caught, and they s- said that they were being investigated, none of them should have been allowed on the pitch wearing their baggy greens, yeah. right? Because that's what it meant to Australia as a sporting public. But I don't think that Smith knew what he was getting himself into here. Uh, I also think, um, whilst other players have only been punished for one or two games in previous years, like Faf or whatever, he only lost half his match fee for the first time. Yeah. I think what you said there, the fact that the ma- how much matters to the Aussie public, these guys will get a harsher... They should get a harsher penalty. Yeah. Like uh, This is like the only team in Australia that unifies the Aussies. The Socceroos every four years. Yeah. The, no one gives a shit the rest of the time. And, the, and then the Aussie cricket team, that's it. And but um, yeah, Warner, I think it feels like... I'm not right, but I feel like Smith took blame and spread it around the leadership group without realising what he was bringing on. Because we don't even know the full leadership group, but potentially it's... Smith, Warner, Hazelwood, Stark, and maybe even Nathan Lyon. Mm. So you'd be those five players and Bancroft getting banned. I doubt six players came together and got Bancroft to use a fucking piece of sandpaper in yeah. his pocket. And as as we as I was about to say, like using a lolly mm. is is a lot more subtle yeah. than literally pulling tape out of your pants. Oh, mate, Although good good gear from the South African kid trying to get Nathan Lyon to sign a piece of two forty grit sandpaper over the fence. Yeah, I mean the, it's it's easy to cop when you're out there. You can cop uh, ball tampering with things that are natural. If you get me, like we've all played with guys. If you played puck cricket, who like wear too much gel and pull some gel out of their hair and Same rub it on sun, the ball. Sun cream, sun, sun cream, cream kind of stuff. But one. yeah, once you start going to Bunnings, you put the belt set, belt sander out to the side <laughs> of the field, put it on the boundary or something, and just sanding the ball no, down it's there. For, it's for the cherries. I don't want them to. <laughs> yeah, um, like, good. Once you belt sanding the ball, yeah, that's it. Anyway. <laughs> okay, next question. Mick the Perm, he's here. With Cleary being injured for Penrith, what makes more sense? Playing uh, Jerome Luai at 5'8 and minimising disruption? Or play Egan at hooker and play Wallace at halfback? So that's the two options he's given us. He hasn't given us the option of Tyrone Peachy. Mm. Uh, the former, for me. The for- uh, I think the latter. I'm going to go to the latter because I think Wade Egan's a better player than Jerome Luai. And if it's 10 weeks, disruption is whatever. 10 weeks is a long period that you can move Wallace it, back it there. It stops being disruption at like three. And so. then if and then if you see because what, what what's going to happen right if Cleary moves and Luai stars there, well Luai's going to lose that spot when Cleary comes back. If Egan goes to nine and really kills it for you now, there's actually an opportunity to go. Well, when when Cleary comes back, 
well, Egan can play 40 minutes a game. Or Wallace can go to the bench. Or Egan's our guy now. You actually get an opportunity now. And these, these doors rarely open with senior players. We get an opportunity to give an opportunity to a young guy. How, how many years do you reckon Wallace has got left on his contract? I think he's this year, isn't it? I don't know if he'll be there much longer. Well, I mean, the plan is Egan. That, that's a good future. point that you made. I mean, even if maybe it is time to transition him. Yeah, I'd, I'd give that a shot. I'd, but I think Pen- I don't know, who knows what happens. If they lose, they might change what they're doing. So they'll so. re-sign Bryce Cartwright and play <laughs> Um, and Mick Perm says again, with the expansion plans around the NRL announced today around Perth, New Zealand, Fiji, country New South Wales, and Ipswich, should the NRL consider taking more games to regional areas? Yeah. What were the expansion plans announced? Did I miss this? Yeah, we were discussing it. No, but like announced, they put a they've put a, like a, a blueprint out. Yeah, basically. okay, I know a blueprint. But I was like, geez, they just announced teams I have not heard of. What they, are they doing? They suggested areas. They were talking about I think Ipswich, yeah. Cairns, Perth, yeah. and New South Wales country. Yeah, and uh, another New Zealand team as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and I love the fact that it wasn't the second Brisbane. We've been through this so many times. Yeah, um, but yeah, I do like Fiji. Let's not. No, New it, South Wales Cup. I think work, would work. Like Fiji is against a great pie in the sky idea, but put it in New South Wales Cup. You can't have a team like Fiji. Look, it's, again, everyone's about money. There's not money coming from that. Yeah, you play a team in Fiji. Yeah, and you worry about travelling to Denver, but you'll send every team to Fiji every <laughs> every uh, mm. every two weeks. Uh, next question: Dane Jones got anger. What profession do you respect? Slash what profession overvalues their contribution to society the most? Society the most, sorry. Say that again. What profession don't you respect? Slash what profession overvalues their contribution to society the most? Lawyers. Politicians overvalues their contribution. Yeah, Polly's is a good shout. Lawyers for me. Politicians is a close second. Um, Yeah, I do... uh, for my last couple of weeks, people who work for Telstra, <laughs> any all, just all of them. Shout out to my dad if he's still. Uh, shout out to your dad. Shout out to my stepmom. Shout out to Frankie. Fuck you all. The <laughs> correct answer. The correct answer is HR people. They are pointless. They is are it, terrible. Is it? Is it? Who journal- invented HR? I don't know. Is it journalists? Uh, I actually think it's digital archivers and rugby league statisticians. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the good thing about where, where I work now is that the HR there's no HR on site. Yeah. No. Same for it's us. Great. So there's a swear jar, but you really is can't stop not? me on site. There no, was no, when no. I worked there. Oh, yeah, sorry, at Fox Series. Yeah, yeah of course. But yeah, there's, you, when I swear, you can't stop me now. There's a swear jar, but whatever, I'll put 50 cents in it and I'll, I'll go off. But when I've worked at previous big companies, there was, a, there was an old lady who reported me to HR like 15 Was times. she like the, the, the receptionist out of Monsters, Inc.? No, but she also, the person was like, she, it was like um, when Dwight complains in uh, the office about Jim. Redact it. It just goes to the bottom drawer in, yeah. the, in, 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 in the file. Yeah. You know, people don't, no one actually listened to her complaints. But HR's terrible. Um. Mick the perm. Again, given Josh Robbo's concerns around the jokes surrounding regional areas, should we take more games to regional areas? He's should, done, we take he's Josh, there. should we take Josh Robbo to regional areas? <laughs> I think he goes to the Bathurst game every year. I think he takes himself him. to regional areas. I think Penrith's a regional area. Like, they don't have anything up past like 9 o'clock at night. That's a regional area to me. Campbelltown also a regional area. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. At Moretti EH, rank your top five chip flavours. Okay. Salt and vinegar, number one. Obviously. Yep, number uh, one. Uh, are we, okay, wait. Are we going to go chip flavors? We're going to go specific brand and chip. I think you have to have both. Okay, combined. we'll do chip flavors first. Or combine. No, so, no. I, I think you have to combine the flavor and the brand. So, so Smith's salt and vinegar, number yep. one. Yes. Crinkle cut or normal? Crinkle. 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 Always. Always. Hang on. Did you just insert, imply that normal is thin cut? Get sorry, out of here. Sorry. Crinkle cut is normal. Uh, I would have used to. Are you still like the old? Shouldn't assume. Do you uh, kettles make crinkle cut salt and vinegar? Yes. Those were yeah, the number one. They They're were gone now. Pretty good. My number two is kettle chili. Yeah. Mine, actually, uh, my number two also doesn't exist anymore. It was a Red Rock one that was chill. Uh, it was like chili and sea salt or something. It doesn't exist anymore. You eating? Yeah. 
Did you have to have like one no, at a time? No, with I could a, with actually a cup eat of them. They were the right amount of chili. So none. So now... <laughs> well, my favorite thing about the kettles ones is actually a bit of spice there. Yeah, they were so like now pa- my, past over now my six, now my second, Now my second would be honey soy chicken from Red Rock Deli. Good shout. Great. Good shout. Um, Ch- it, do non-potato chips count in this? Cheese and, cheese and chive? Sorry, oh, we're talking about Doritos. Well, do burgerings count? Do cheesels count? Do uh, chicken I think they do count. count. I feel like twisties and all that kind of stuff counts. Well, and I feel yeah. like now that Doritos count, okay. cheese supreme Doritos take my number two. Yeah. And kettles yeah. are my three. My mm-hmm. number three would be chicken twisties. The superior twisty. I'm not a big twisty guy. You got, you got any to top one, one or two, Dale, or three? I'm a big shout. I'm a big shout for salt and vinegar with a nice ale. Yeah. Firstly, mm-hmm. uh, I like. I like the uh, the chili chip as well. Um, mm. There's a there's a decent. I think it's uh, cheddar and chive. There's a. I think it's called Tatley's. Yeah, make a good one. Um, what else? What Gra- happen- grain waves. Grain what waves. Oh, the, dude, the green grain the green waves. Grain waves? They're fucking Ooh, awesome. What happened to the original kettle? That green packet. Remember mm-hmm. that one? Probably didn't. Sell oh, the sweet and sour, light and or sour, yeah, or no, something. like light. something in chai. Is it sour cream and chai? I can't remember. Yeah, it must have been. I know what you're talking about. That's that's not really well. That was like the only. Remember they used to have salt and then that. Those were the two yeah. flavors. It's like when they used to have salt and salt. So, they used to have original salt and vinegar and like like light yep. and tangy. Yeah. Do you remember what, what even is that? I don't know. Do you remember at um, high schools where everyone went through that phase of thinking the French fry chips were actually good? <laughs> they're, just, they're just smaller versions <laughs> of like small chips. Side note to everyone at home: if if we're if we're if we're including sides with chips, then yeah. plain chips and avocado dip is the greatest. Snack of all. You would say that, you bloody boy. Mitch is on my side. Yeah, I meant that. Mitch invented that and passed it on to me. Okay, so the f- okay, so my third was obviously now kettle chili, f- and you've gone uh, burgerings. Yeah. No, twisty no, chicken twisties, then burgerings, and then four. my number five would be nacho cheese Doritos. Nacho cheese Doritos. See, yeah. I'm a more cheese supreme guy. Like I used to like nacho cheese, and I know. My my uh, taste buds matured. Mm. <laughs> I went to just the cheese. I didn't want to uh, complicate things and throw in Harvest Crisps, even though I fucking love them because yeah. I don't think enough people know what those are. Uh, yeah. Number four, they're those baked pea pods you can buy at Woolworths. They're yeah. awesome. There's like number four. There's a Red Rock Deli special reserve. It's like a white wine vinaigrette and something. I won't put it there because it's wanky chip. <laughs> I'm saying give those it's a good. shot. That's a contender. Uh, Mission tortilla strips in. Oh, they're uh, awesome. Chili and lime. I yeah. think so number, my number four is going to be throwing back to the Sam Boys. We're going to have some barbecue Sandboys. So yeah, they don't yeah. have atomic tomato anymore for some reason. But Sandboys, number four. Good shout. Yep. And then number five, the, the route running out the top five. Now, Grain Wave's also a good contender, but you've got to have the Burgerings. Yeah. Burgerings it's, an Aussie, it's an Aussie chip, an Aussie party classic. And I think we can all agree as a collective that cheese and onion is shithouse. It is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, what, what do you sort of light and tangy? I'm not it's, a huge it's, fan, but it's some a bit people of a nothing. froth on it. Like, they love it. Like, they think it's the best I feel one. like it should be crinkle cut. Like, any chip should be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think light and tangy, yeah. I used Overrated. to find it as a kid. Overrated. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go a whole packet, put it no. that way. No. Whereas if, like, if they're at a party, I'll eat them. You'd have yeah, them. Yeah, sure. But if, say, if I'm going... Okay, they're at a party with 50 people there, I'm pretty happy. If I go to a friend's house with four people and they only have light and tangy in the original, I have the shits. <laughs> it's fair. fair. <laughs> yeah, just so it's all right when I could have a sample and have yeah, a yeah, yeah. But if you haven't got some vinegar, you're a fucking joker. They're, they're also the worst when you like, you know, some people that mix their chips up in the bowl. Like, you don't want a light and tangy yeah. one. Is there not an immediate sign of a sex offender if they don't like salt and vinegar chips, by the way? Like, it's just immediately you just know. I remember when, not not to harp on the sex offender part. But <laughs> <laughs> I remember my sex offending days. But, uh, <laughs> Many moons ago. I remember when we were when I used to play park footy in Canberra, we, we would go to the the club after the pub afterwards because we were sponsored by a pub um, and you'd get you'd, you'd all buy a, a you know a thing of uh, pork crackling and salt and vinegar chips mm. and when the salt and vinegar chi- chips were about three quarters of the way done somebody would upturn the salt and vinegar chips onto someone's beer oh really and then you had to pour the beer into the chip packet and drink it out of the chip packet 
such a thing. Chip thing beers. You do, chip beers. Any good or no? Look, it's not the Glad best. It's I would, I would order a salt and vinegar beer if I saw the flavour. Someone, that's, that's, yeah. actually, that's actually the Australian version of bubble tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Harry Ramage, should Raiders slash Indiana Jones fans be nicknamed the Ricky Stewart era? Raiders of the Lost Heart or 1994 The Last Crusade? It's good. It's good gear. Strong from Can him. we go with both? Yeah. yeah. I like what it, was, was last was year, Temple of Doom. Last the year stadium was, could be called the Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom last, good. last year was the last crusade. This year is the Lost Heart. Mm. If we're going by seasons. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Marcus Evans, 94. I think he's a new commenter. Welcome. What are your guys? Okay. What are your guys' opinions on the stadium upgrades for Allianz and ANZ, and which one should be the main priority to get done first? ANZ. Obviously, Bro. a new listener. We yeah. have new listeners. There you go. Yeah. Told you. Hello. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Allianz uh, doesn't need to be touched. We've been through this. I am firmly in favour of all stadium upgrades. Good day. <laughs> Is that perhaps because you've written <laughs> on this? Let's, let's move past what, yeah, what move my past reasons um, are. They are my reasons. Good day to you. I'm, I, you know, even as a sports fan, I'm not saying taxpayer money, but it's like Allianz doesn't need to be redone. It's only being redone because they, they were sick of battling with the SCG Trust about yeah. ANZ. ANZ desperately needs... It should be blown up and moved to stadiums somewhere else, but... Yeah. It needs work. I know it's a newish stadium. They fucked it up. We can fix that. It's supposed to be our major stadium here. Fix that one up. Mm. Allianz has got those big screens. It's still a decent stadium. Doesn't need anything. Maybe just fix the toilets. A few better say. A few more facilities at the facilities yeah. in the back would be it. What about you, Dale? I think you're uh, similar I, I'm. I I think that uh, Allianz needs to be redeveloped. I don't think it needs to be knocked down. No, but oh, just some changes. Some yeah, changes. like don't make it a death trap and yeah. let people with disabilities watch sport. Uh, but. Uh. <laughs> Well, uh, we need to. You need to bring the ends in at ANZ. Yep. Like it, it has to be rectangular. It's not used for any. It's not used for an oval sport. Just it's make it a rectangle. So far back. Yeah, and it'd be really easy. And then you could put even more fucking food trucks in. <laughs> happy days. Okay. Make everybody happy. His next question is the best part of watching the Raiders lose every week. Watching Ricky Stewart's meltdowns in a press conference. No, no, I hate them. It's watching the players think they're going to win. Yeah. It's like the child... It's, you know what it's like? Remember when you... Just before you got Link and I was like, oh, it's that kind of dog. And I said, when you wash that dog, is it going to disappear like cotton candy? Yes. That's exactly what it's like. The Raiders have cotton candy in their hands and they need to wash their food. They put it in the water mm-hmm. and it disappears. <laughs> they are that face. They're that raccoon. And his last question, he says, was Kronk always carried by Smith and Slater or the other way around? I think they carried each other. Yeah, no one was carried by anyone. Bungard's firmly on the Kronk carried wagon, ah, but he's only got a year to live that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we will. Uh, and yeah, we've seen Kronk's a good player without Cam and Slater. What a surprise. And he's got a whole season to keep proving it. He has. He's disappeared. And he's just uh, showing me a picture of his wow. Japanese spitz dog. And he has actually... It's just a head. He has a bath. He's... At Shieldsy one is footy intelligence natural or can it be taught? He said, on the weekend, George Burgess kicked the ball dead, giving a seven tackle set. That's one of the stupidest plays I've ever seen on the Hang on, field. let's just roll it back. Football intelligence and a Burgess. There's, yeah. your, there's your first <laughs> problem. First mistake. Um, and it can be taught, but I don't know if it can be taught when you're like halfway through your first grade career. I, I feel like even since I've been doing this pod, like football, uh, rugby league is not my number one sport. We all mm. know that and we all accept it. But I feel like I have learned so much from watching the game and from watching it with these guys. Yeah. Um, mainly Mitch. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, being but, um, honest, Bungard has taught me to hate certain <laughs> things. And to acknowledge others. Um, but yeah, I think you can learn about it, but there's a big difference between me becoming a more intelligent mm. fan and, you know, thinker about the game and physically going out there and doing Correct. rugby yeah, league. Yeah, exactly right. It's like, I've, I've been playing basketball over the last year and I played when I was younger and I'm, I'm terrible, but I would go down and work on my shot and, and work on game situations myself and think, oh yeah, this would be great, I'll do this. And then the game starts and I do none of that. Yep. You know, you can work on things a lot, but it's until you, you work on it in a game and keep working and working yeah. and working, get reps up like that in-game. You're not going to get better at doing those kind of things. And when you play it over 100 games, it ain't coming. Like, Josh Duke is not getting a, turning into a smart footy player. 
George Burgess isn't now. Yeah. Let us not. If they weren't one already, it very rarely happens in first grade. Does someone flick the switch that, oh, I now get footy? It's that concept of, I, I guess it's a concept of, you know, the 10,000 hours to master your craft. Yeah. If you haven't figured it out by that point, maybe you're not going to be a, a Yeah. Well, a great George player. Burgess still thinks he's the athletic specimen he was in 2014. He still tries to do the same things he could have done yeah. then. And that's already shows he hasn't learned. Whereas you have a player like, Kalen Ponger, yeah. or I mean, Latrell Mitchell still does dumb stuff, but yeah. he he reads the play exceptionally well, and he knows how to use his body. Yeah, um, and there are other players, but then again, I mean, uh, you know, those those guys started relatively young, and they were an elite player from a le- relatively young age, and a lot system, and a lot, and a lot of that is genetics, like physically being elite. But you have to learn how to play as an elite player to to be an elite player, if you get what yeah. I mean. Um, Two more questions. We're almost done. Dollary Doo says, the penalty at the end of the Broncos-Tigers game was 100% correct. Discuss. Uh, I disagree. And a referee's been dropped over it. My, um, my issue is not necessarily the call. Mm-hmm. My issue is consistency. Yeah, my, my, I've said even, like, obviously my team won, but I still believe the Tigers got stiffed because I don't believe he got back square like Bernie Sutton claims. I, I agree with the guys who were roasting him, which were Paul Ken and Gordon Tallis, is that Rockow actually didn't get back square, even though the play of the ball was a little sideways, he didn't get square. But it's not... Doesn't matter. It's the fact that that thing isn't called for ten minutes yeah. in the, at, the, at the end of the game. Is that that those things just aren't called, and then some weeks they happen. And it happened to the Tigers a couple of years ago with Robbie Farrow, I think, against the Dragons. Mm. And it happens. That randomly. one was way more blatant. It though. was. It was more blatant. That one we actually I get that it, one. But, no one argued. But yeah, these these things happen, and it's just the problem is that there was it's not referee like that the rest of the yeah. time. My, and I, and I wonder whether if. This is one of the things that I think we were talking about fact, about the fact that advantage isn't played in rugby league enough. Mm. Like they've been doing it more this year. Grant. That call is an advantage call. Like if mm. they kick that goal, they're not going to call it back, obviously. Mm. Um, but I wonder whether if something similar to that, like say for example, if that happens to the Tigers at the end of the game when when they kick the field goal to take it to extra points, some to, fans to are claiming they got advantage at that point. I didn't see it. Some fans were trying to claim. They and got I know advantage. that you were making that point earlier, but like if they if they those markers aren't square, mm. and the they two. miss that kick. Yeah. Is it called? I don't know. Probably not. Well, yeah. Who knows? But who we can never know. That's, we can never that's know. And thing. I mean, just like players can have a, a, a flash in their head and see red and make and make a call they wouldn't usually make or something. Referees can yeah, do the same thing. They're human, and, we, and we, we should we have to acknowledge and, that. And it happened, and it was. I, I actually think the thing was a penalty, but I think it was still the wrong call. Yeah. Even though it sounds stupid saying that, we just know we know what happens to the rule book when golden point starts. It's the same. And, it's the same as the obstruction call on the 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 and, dogs try. And you can't let the game get loose at that point and then start calling penalties at, at randomly through it. Yeah. You know? uh, okay, uh, last question comes from at Brett O'Shank. Is, 14, is the 14 nil dickhead curse now officially broken? I think that it has reached... The it'll no- be back. It's, it'll be back. I think that it'll happen again, but it, it worries me that normies are onto this. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting concerned with people who don't know the root cause of it or where it's come from that uh, it's just going around and I yeah. don't like it. Yeah. I don't it's, like that. It, it, we said it, but we said it last week. It's the whole dangerous, most dangerous score in rugby league. But we wish that more people were listening to our show <laughs> to find out the origin. Do we? I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, fair point. Okay. Uh, and uh, I think that'll do us for this week. No more questions. It's been a wonderfully diverse podcast this week. That, Women's yeah. sport, chips. We're cheating. back to a, a really long length, but there we had a lot of we had a shitload to, we had a shitload to talk yeah, about. Great questions, <laughs> great questions. Audience, one and all. Well, good job by you. Not a single bad bungard hair joke. That's very rare. Thanks. Ando, must, Jake, Ando, Ando must, and everyone. Yeah, I was going to say Ando <laughs> must be Ando must be gone bush. Unless it'll be big ones next week. Yeah. Ooh, well, we look forward to those. And speaking of next week, it's time to, for this week's win. Thank you, Mitch. Thanks, guys. Thanks, bungard. Good luck on me. For the nine six.
Ayo, my pen and paper cause a chain reaction To get your brain relaxing A zaniac, the maniac in action A brainiac, the fact son You mainly lack attraction You look insanely whack when just a fraction of my tracks runs My rhyming skills got you climbing hills I travel through your mind until your spine like siren drills I'm sliming grills of roaches With spray to disinfect some twists and acts of rappers To this final column disconnect With this index and check the monologue Turn your system up, twist them up and indulge in the marijuana smog this is the season for noise pollution, contamination, examination of more cartoons than animation. My lamination of narration. Hit the snare and bass and a track for duck rapper interrogation. When I declare invasion, there ain't no time to be staring gazing. I turn the stage into a barren wasteland of infinite. You heard the hell what I was sent for me. I went to it serving a sentence for murder and instruments. Now I'm trying to repent from it. But when I hear the beat, I'm tempted to make another attempt at it. I'm infinite. I let the beat commit so I can beat the sense in your elite defense. I got some meat to meet to prove the stomping into feet to rinse. I greet the gents and ladies, I spoil all your fans. I foil your wins and leave fluids leaking like oil pans. My coil hands around this microphone are lethal. One thought in my cerebral is deeper than a jeep full of people. MCs are feeble. I came to cause some pandemonium. Battle of pandemonium. MCs a stand a lonely one. Imitator, intimidator, stimulator, simulator of data, eliminator. There's never been a greater since the burial of Jesus. Fuck around and catch all the venereal diseases. My thesis is smash the stereo to pieces. My acapella releases classic masterpieces through telekinesis. It eases you mentally, gently, sentimentally, instrumentally. With entity, dementally, meant to be infinite. You heard the hell while I was sick from it. I went to it serving a sentence for murder and instruments. Now I'm trying to repent from it But when I hear the beat, I'm tempted to make another attempt at it I'm infinite I'm evidence and I've been clever ever since My residence was hesitant to do some shit that represents the M.O. So I'm assuming all responsibility Cause there's a monster willing me that always wants to kill him Cheese, Mike Nessler, slamming like a wrestler Here to make a mess of a lyric smuggling embezzler No one is special, my skill is intergalactical I get cynical, act a fool, then I cynical back to school I never packed a tool, the back to cool, it wasn't practical I'd rather let a tactical, tactful, tactical, you fancy In fact, I can't see or can't imagine A man who ain't a lover of beats of a fan of scratching So this is for my family The kid who had a cameo on my last hand Plus the man who never had a plan B Be all you can be Cause once you make an instant hit I'm tensed a bit and tempted when I see the sins my friends commit I'm infinite You heard the hell while I was sent from it I went to it serving a sentence for murder and instruments Now I'm trying to repent from it but when I hear the beat, I'm tempted to make another attempt at it. I'm infinite. You heard the hell when I was sent for me. I went to it serving a sentence for murder and instruments. Now I'm trying to repent for me. But when I hear the beat, I'm tempted to make another attempt at it. I'm infinite. Night five, night six, night six. You know